Thanks so much for downloading the Have A Word podcast. We really appreciate it. This is the public episode. goes out every Monday. Did you know we do an extra episode? comes out every Wednesday. It's the Patreon exclusive. So to become a patron, to essentially subscribe to the podcast, you can do it from as little as £3 a month. Once you signed up, you will get the early release of the public episode. At least 24 hours early, you'll get to watch it in video form. You can also get discounts on merch, discounts on future live shows. There's loads of extra little weird stuff we put on there. But the big one is the extra episode every week in video and audio form it's like an hour and a half long recently and it's some of our favorite podcasting it's sponsor free we don't have adverts on it it's just me and adam really letting it loose because it's just for the patrons it doesn't go out on the normal internet and honestly we've looked around at what other comedians and other podcasts are putting out on their patreon this is one of the best deals in a patreon game for the equivalent of basically buying me or adam a pint to say thanks for the pod you get all of this shit sign up at patreon Patreon.com slash have a word pod. Really appreciate it. Now, I'm getting the word nuts. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. Who the fuck is that guy? Have you never seen me before? When she picked up every time she started to talk, give her the dick. Disgusting! She'll be like, hello. What? Oh, what, what, what I'm doing? This when you get it. What I'm doing? So none. Coming to you from the soon-to-be world-famous Habawad Studios, hidden away in the scenic hills of sunny Rancon, England. These are the funniest leads in the podcast game. Adam Rowe, Dan Nightingale, and Sensei Carl, with full HD video episodes on YouTube. Cha! Upset me! Don't be a rat. Download, subscribe, and tell a friend. It's the one and only Habawad. <laughs> Number four, right? <laughs> I was so ready for some childish swear word, and he starts like a fucking like you, like your dad sitting you down for a chat. You know, before when you were having feelings in your special place, I honestly thought you were going to start with like big tits or something. You know, before oh, well, before I was in Carl's washing my hands, right? Hi, everyone, and um, welcome. Like, it was too hot, so I turned the tap to cold. And I was like, how? <laughs> how does the tap get the water to be that cold so quickly? Oh, my God. You know I mean? Like, how does it, like... If you'd like, have asked me to guess how this pod was going to start. <laughs> how did the tap make the water hot and cold? <laughs> Where does the rain come from? Is it God doing a wee-wee? <laughs> So go on, what's your official question? So it's dead hot, isn't it? So then you turn it to cold. But like, it's like the tap already knew you were about to do that because it gets so cold so quickly. How does it know to stop making it hot? Yeah. <laughs> so you're, in, you're talking about one of them hot and cold through the same yeah. pipe yeah. rather than the two separate? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um, it, it's water's just cold, isn't it? So, yeah, but how does it know to stop making it hot? Like... So quickly 
that's what I mean? how, that's that just doesn't make the water hot. There's just a valve in I it. I know, guys. I'm just fucking around, aren't oh, I? Oh, right. Oh, for fuck's Jesus sake. Jesus Christ. I'm quite intelligent, you know. God. You, be, you don't give me any credit, you two. <laughs> yeah, because you start a podcast like that. I was like, are we really dealing with this? I was like, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do you remember last week? It was just, bum <laughs> <laughs> uh, How did it touch <laughs> It's the thunder when God is angry. Are <laughs> <laughs> you, mate? You're right. I'm okay, mate. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I uh, I do believe like the weather and that is related to some sort of spiritual realm. Oh Jesus! You know what I mean, what? Do you ever like just notice like when you're in a bad mood, it's always raining? Have you had a spliff? <laughs> what did you do when you went to the range? What have you done? Some runcorn drug dealer has sold you some fucking a, a flathead screwdriver and some ganja. <laughs> uh, I, when you're a kid, though, it, uh, you can understand how mythology has got like to where it is. So if you're in Greece, we, I mean, that's a, like a Mediterranean climate, isn't it? It's fucking when they get thunderstorms. I remember being in Cyprus for one of those army gigs and there was not a night. There was a, a lightning storm and it was coming in off the coast. And I, you were like, you know, when you hear it, you can either go, oh, fuck it. I'll just go back to sleep. It was so ridiculous. I just got up at three in the morning and sat in front of the pool and watched it happen coming in on, we were on a hill. You can understand how 3,000 years ago, in, like, ancient Greece, they were like, the gods are angry. Yeah. Zeus, he is the main god. He rains down his lightning bolts. It, like, totally makes sense. And now, like, well, Hades is death. Light and, like, don't understand what that is. That's where you go when you're dead if you're good. And then under there, that burns. That's hot <laughs> hell. Stingy. Ooh, awful. That's where you go if you're bad. You can almost make, like, see how it works. But in 2020, just get on. Like, come on. Come yeah. on. You shouldn't still be thinking, like, like oh there's my those, God. There's those guys, isn't there, that, like, a couple of years ago were like, it's, we're getting... Global warming is because God is upset that gay people are getting married. That's what it is. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> Like, there's no evidence of that because obviously it's not true. But like, how wrapped up in your opinions have you got to be to see it raining and go, I know. <laughs> God, I hate gays. Is it because mm. of the famine? Is it because there's world wars and like we're bombing Yemeni children to death? No, <laughs> it's because Tom and Dave are bombing during wedlock. <laughs> They're trying to get married in a church. And look what's happening. Flooding in Bangladesh. What do you think about the Holocaust? Do you think that affected weather? I'm not really bothered about that. Not bothered about that, but gay weddings. Not in my building that I've made a special building. I love it when they pe- that's a That's a church. You can't do a comedy gig in a You can't swear in a church. You can't wear denim in a church. You're like, mate, it's a fucking building. Denim? Near my house. You, you know, know how to wear denim? You know, people get pissy about, like, when you go into church, you've got to dress properly, and you can't say like that. Like it's a nightclub in the do- 90s. For fuck's sake. <laughs> it's just a building that you made a special place. Yeah. Well, it's like, well, I was a cunt in a comedy club. Well, that's my church. <laughs> that's my special place. Don't come to where I am and be a bell end. <laughs> what a load of shit. I didn't know there was like dress, like a dress code for church ever. I know, like back in the days, you used to have to wear the hat and that. 
<laughs> I can really st- see you. Do you know, like a, studying a bowler, British like a top hat or something. <laughs> I mean? That was just everywhere. Men just wore hats. Yeah, it was sort of better for it, wasn't it? I've seen like pictures of like Liverpool and all the men are wearing hats, and you're like, it looks quite nice. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. That's why you never had any skinheads. You didn't need it. You just wore a hat, and yeah. that's why I'm trying to bring back. <laughs> um, we were talking about this a bit last night, weren't we? Like, like the dress code thing from nightclubs, which oh. I, me and Carl totally missed. We've never had to dress a certain way. There's one rule in Liverpool. I don't know whether I've told you this on the pod yet. Um, a lot of Liverpool nightclubs won't let you in if you've got a visible Hugo Boss logo. You are. I'm getting the bullshit by that. Okay, go on. Get ready. Oh no, so, you've reacted differently. So you'll you queue, oh now you're smiling. So you'll queue up and they'll go, Are you go boss lad? Yeah. Nah lad. No you go boss. There's like a Why, because they're all big Joe Lysett fans. What's uh, Because <laughs> 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 it's seen as like the the Scally brand. Like Oh, that's so snobby. Yeah. So but even like the shittest nightclubs are like not letting you in with Hugo Boss, because if you've got Hugo Boss, you've probably also got a fucking standing knife. What what about the perfume? What about the aftershave as well? Are they like <laughs> Me is that boss orange? Get the fuck out. <laughs> Davidoff cool water minimum around here. What the fuck? Are you kidding? You're not even allowed Hugo Boss boxies on. Like, if you've got, if, like, if they, Dorman doesn't like a look at you on the way into a club, like, I've seen them go, like, pull your boxies no, up. No, 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 no. That's, you're not doing, no one's doing a knicker check. <laughs> Ask him. The nightclubs I used to go to, they used to have a feel around for pills, <laughs> not for fucking designer labels. No, they make you like, like, you'll be queuing Come up. off it. I'm not having it. You have to go no, 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 no. This is bullshit. That's not true. <laughs> fucking is that? Could you imagine if I got mine out and they were like, are them fucking white fronts, lad? <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. The front next. Get, you only have to get the top out. <laughs> you have to show them the brand. You know the brand. This that is goes a Cal- this is a Calvin Klein fucking tidy whiteies. Yeah, right. You do that. It's not bullshit. I swear to God. I've said it before on an earlier podcast. I think making people wear things that they don't want to wear in nearly every foot walk of life is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Unless like you're a nurse, I get. <laughs> I get like I get if you're a paramedic, you shouldn't be turning up in like sweaties like oh uh, you're all right, you're having a heart attack. Yeah, yeah, I'm just wearing my joggers, they're dead comfy. Because you know when I get the defibrillator out, I really need to feel relaxed. But I think there should be uniforms for some stuff. Like I wouldn't want to go Mackie D's and have everyone wearing like, you know, dirty Mankinis. their own clothes and stuff. But I just feel like if you get in that job, you know a, a uniform is part of it. But when people are like, you can't wear that in this place because we have a rule about what we make grown-ups fucking wear. <laughs> you know me fucking da. Like when a comedy club requests you wear, like, trousers. I've had that before. What, you, you, what are you paying me, you cunts? Yeah. What are you paying me? You've got to wear trousers and shoes at our club. Well, I'm not doing the gig, am I? Unless you want it, you can pay me more and go and put restriction on. But if you're playing standard comedy club money, I I will wear a hoodie on a Saturday if I, with jeans. I'll wear a tracky. We like to we like our compers to wear a uh, a blazer at sh- least sh- shirt and trousers, and that I, includes the women <laughs> who we make look like fucking lesbians. Like, <laughs> I, no, I can't. Are you stand saying it. that women? Oh, don't do who, that. Don't be doing that. <laughs> Don't be doing that. I've already put my foot in it. You don't need to. You don't need to press my foot down. Are you saying? I don't look at it. Are you saying that women can't wear suits and that they don't belong in them because that, that's for men and people who are more masculine? Oh no, I'm not saying that. I'm just highlighting the problem on your side, sisters. 
I can't stand it. A- apart from when it gets to the price threshold. A thousand pounds, we'd like you to wear a suit. All right, I'll wear a fucking chicken suit. For a- <laughs> A thousand pounds We'd like you to just wear A sock on your dick And come completely Oh no 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 That's two That's two grand that (laughs) That is two grand That awful feeling When you're at a corporate gig And they're like Well it's two and a half grand Will you do this And you're like I will for the money Mm -hmm." We've worked in bars Before together Where they've made us wear Like white button up shirts And those bars Like Are just never as fun Are they to work in Because first of all You've got a white shirt on when you're making cocktails And it's like If I get a bit of creme de cassis on this The night is fucking over Ooh, Tell you what He knows the industry Doesn't he <laughs> all, the, all the cocktail barman went Fucking Adam know the Creme de cassis <laughs> <laughs> Creme de cassis We just say What's cassis. that Portuguese jizz Alright Yeah Cool people uh, just say cassis Um Yeah I'd, I I get I get how if you're a, a business like I get how you're like we like our staff to wear black or whatever yeah but just like, like just cause otherwise t-shirt to sound Andy with like a logo of the like the the bar that you're in on the back or like a small one or whatever or even a big one I'm not really asked but just the stand comedy club you can wear your clothes and they've got these cheesy waistcoats that you look like you look like you're a like a member of staff at like a wacky warehouse or something <laughs> but I get it it's basically like wear what you want, be sensible, but just will you just stick that on so members of the public know that if they drop a glass, they can be like, "Oh, you're wearing a stand vest, mate," because you could, we've just dropped this. I think that's like a nice half and half, but name badges as well. Name badges is so cringy. Like here at uh, Wilco's, we really like our fucking horrible customers to be able to name you while they're being a cunt to you. <laughs> It's not enough that you already work for like eight pound fifty an hour at and best. Also, no one excuse me, no one ever used that information, though, have they? No one ever goes, Barbara. Could where, where's the like? Because that would be weird. If you're in Asda and it says John, happy to help, you don't go up and go, "Hey, John, mate, where's the biscuit aisle?" You go over and go, "Excuse me, mate, where's the where's the biscuit?" It's basically, aisle? you are just giving a weapon to cunts because normal nice people. It almost feels. If, I don't know if this is just me that makes this up. It almost feels weirdly eggy if you read their name while you're talking to them. Yeah. Excuse me, Ian. <laughs> Could you show me I where the bread never, is? Like? Ever, would you use their name? Not. In that context, but when you're being nice and funny and personable, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it, but it, it just seems a bit odd. like I feel like they'd be like, how the f-, even though they've got a bad John, they'd be like, the fuck, you calling me Ian for? Yeah, it happened yesterday. I was in the bank and there was a lady helping me, and she was really like fumbly, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh. And I went, it's okay, Faye, and she laughed. Oh, yeah, because you I- read a tit. Is it, is it just me as a man? It feels like someone's name badge on their tit. It feels like an intrusion. You're like, sorry about that, Amanda. And they're like, don't you dare read my tit name. <laughs> so are you saying women should wear it somewhere else to appease your feelings? Right on the flaps. <laughs> <laughs> so like to read the name, you have to be like... Do you know what I've just remembered, actually? I'm talking a bit of shit, because what you're talking about being like personal and that, this really bothered me at the time. So I was, t- I can't remember where it was. Tesco? Let's say it was Tesco. And I was like... Um, so, and I went, oh, thanks, uh, Andrew, or whatever. And he went, oh, my name's not Andrew. I've just borrowed someone's badge. And I went, well, then what is the fucking point of having someone else's name on you? 
Yeah. Cause he so you just have to wear a badge? Because he's, he's nicking Gillette Mac 3 blades, that's why. <laughs> and Andrew, we're going to have to speak to you in the office. We found Gillette Mac 3 blades in your backpack before you go home. Like, <laughs> all right, cool. Can we do that meeting tomorrow? Little side note, by the way, you mentioned the Wacky Warehouse there. Why is there no adult Wacky Warehouse? What? You mentioned the Wacky Warehouse before, and I haven't stopped thinking about the Wacky Warehouse since you said it. Because I want to go to the Wacky Warehouse, but I well, don't Well, I mean, they're, they're meant to be for kids aren't they those sort of like meant to be inflatable parks yeah but the wacky way I was like indoors in it and like slides a ball pool and a slide but now they've raised the game of children's entertainment centres to the state that it's almost worth the ball ache of having a kid just to be able to take them to an inflatable fuck around park yeah Runcorn's got one and I'm not joking if we ever get the chance we should go around the corner it's a tenner you get two hours in it and it is Absolutely tremendous! Massive inflatables, <gasps> slides, two huge and you ball poles. An adult. Yeah, it's not for kids. It's an inflatable park. There will be after six pm, like an adult-only zone, because sometimes you're in there. Like my big fear as a dad of a small kid is this is why we don't go on the school holidays because there's like this is like the kiddies bit the little kiddies bit but but you can't tell my three year old like stay in this smaller shit bit when she's like look at that fucking slide and then there's some like <laughs> there's like some 13 year olds who are basically going from rugby practice to the fucking inflatable part they're like tackling each other like this is what we play for bang <laughs> and then my daughter who's got no sense of danger is like la 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 ooh, big boys <laughs> I hate that but I honestly it's so fun you're meant to sort of have a kid I think in the day but I don't think there's any rules it means like a christening like you know like a Sunday afternoon christening and it's like they've booked like a a function room and they've got the kids a bouncy castle it's always good that like half an hour where they go kids all get off because let's have the adults have a go and you just have to you just get to like drop kick your mates and all that <laughs> it's basically like it's phenomenal though isn't it there's not an- a mosh pit like, yeah. yeah it's fucking great is that a thing by the way I remember asking uh, someone else this a while back you are full of questions today Adam <laughs> um, so many questions. I've got a weird buzzy energy what and I'm, I've had a coffee for the first time in two weeks so um, right love it do you I love it when he's like is a christening party a thing for you like, yeah. when Etta got christened, did you have a party? When Etta got what? Is she not christened? Is, is she fuck christened? Why? Because I'm not having her indoctrinated into that shit before she Yeah, but she you can get them to better the... schools when they're christened, can't oh, you? Oh, God, it makes me so angry. Yeah, but... She's not christened, but... and I'm going to fight my damnedest to stop her being christened. We're not really this religion. Amen. Wearing pants. Now you're this religion as well. Water on the head. What the fuck are we doing? Just because she wants to go to a C of E school round the corner. Just so we're. Are you christened? Yes, to get in my. I like my high school. Hutton's C of E. And if you deaf or want to get in, they take in some non christened. What is it? Like Anglican or whatever. Not Anglican. What do I mean? Church of England. But yeah, it was. If you want to be clever, you get christened. So I got christened at eight. In a real like a, I, me, me getting christened at eight. My dad is so atheist. My mum's my mum was religious, but my dad was like, "Fuck that, never fuck that." It was like, you know, when Deco became, it, like, you know, when these Portuguese players become Brazil or Brazil Brazilian players. <laughs> it was like that. Like you know, what, 
<laughs> you know, like the African lads who play for like Russia, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like when France won the World Cup, but like Patrick Vieira, and even on his like football sticker, it said place of birth, Senegal. Like there was loads of African players in the French team. Re- like re- I've already, I don't, at that point, I'd already played for the under 23s in atheism. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm getting a full a full cap at being C of E. That's it felt a like that. Full reference that. Yeah, um, that's yeah. So I didn't, and I don't want to put my kids through it. I, I will because because of that's how our stupid school system works. And honestly, if there was a load of shit primary schools in measures, and there was a Muslim Muslim faith school, I'd be I'd have Laura in a fucking burqa, and we'd be turning up like to, like you know, salam alaikum, because that is how ridiculous. The British education system is you've got linked to fake fake religion that you're not. I get it. I get it. If you are genuinely religious, but I'm into Zeus because you know when he's angry, lightning bolts. <laughs> Where's my primary? I would school? get me kid christened to get them into a good school. I would, but I I would be like saying to them the all the whole time, like not John and Christen, like no, this is all bullshit. No, it's all bullshit. But like throughout their life, <laughs> can you imagine if like and we do this in the name of the Father? Bullshit. <laughs> Uh, like while they're in school <laughs> I would like tell them you're going to be doing uh, a lesson called RE religious education and you just need to know like you don't need to believe that stuff like I don't your ma doesn't I might do you know what I mean like just shut up yeah it's it sounds and you don't Am have to, the only you don't one have to do your RE homework I tell them that as well you don't have to do your RE homework if you get homework for RE you don't have to do it it's good it's good studying Ari because it's not just your religion is it it's other religions as well we, someone said that to us right do you remember getting taught about any other religion in school because we went to the same school I feel like it was pretty Catholic, Catholic heavy yeah 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 yeah. because Catholics are like like the ultras of Christianity aren't they <laughs> they're not fucking about like oh, what about Islam you dirty little bastard uh, fucking talk about that shite have I told you the story about St. Eddie's when I tried to get in no so there's a there's a private it's not private semi private nice school in our area called Saint Edwards. You have to do an interview to get in, don't you? Yeah. So I, I got through the interview. Do you love God? <laughs> Jesus, I love God. You're you in. Had, you had to get a letter from the priest of your parish. Saint Eddie's. Saint Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> so so like a right fucking yeah easy patron saint of uh, fucking tracky bottoms. Saint Eddie's. We've got it. We've got some different fucking saints in Liverpool. Saint Eddie's, Saint Darren, Daza, Saint Daza's fucking sound. He's the he's the patron saint of uh, like fucking ten bags of weed. Saint Jono, John, Saint Lad. <laughs> but you have, you have to get a letter from the priest, and I don't go to church. I'm an atheist too. So um, <laughs> why didn't you just make a fake letter? I was a fucking 11 year old child <laughs> yeah. What kind of fucking Future deviant It writes a letter My name is Father Lemo <laughs> And I think Fucking Carl is a dead god lad He loves Jesus He doesn't think Jesus is a nonce Lots of love Father Lemo P.S. Defo let him in the school <laughs> Everton forever Oh <laughs> 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 what kind of fucking future bank robber would be capable of that level of lie <laughs> fucking I'm getting St. Eddie's now mate signed Duncan Ferguson <laughs> <laughs> I 
Have you got a letter from the priest? No, no. Well, fucking club legend. Let me just write the time down. <laughs> anyway, so I had to pretend I went to the church. So for two weeks, me and my mum, we were like, we'll go to church for two weeks. So the priest knows. Did you just go to the churches and just take selfies and that? <sighs> yeah. Anyway, That's what we did. <laughs> we had to go for an interview, yeah. sit down, cup of tea in a vicar's house. In the house. Yeah, yeah. So we went we got we'll go for two weeks, we'll make our face known and then we'll say, Hi yeah, I need a letter, blah blah blah. So the first time we went, it's like we'll go on this day, I can't remember what day it was. St. Paul's my local parish. <clears throat> Me and Mum go in. We I don't know the fucking schedule of the church. Yeah. We just went at some time and we sit at the front and we're like, Right, if the priest comes out we'll just like say what's happening and that so he sees us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you went to the church because you needed the priest to sign this letter. So you were He's like, never I need s- to make sure the priest notices me. Yeah, I needed to make me face known about town in the fucking church hey, world. Father, no, you should have done. I love God. Should have wore some denim. <laughs> <laughs> and the priest comes out doing the fucking rock eyebrow in my church. Like, oh, sorry, like we're here every week. I always wear denim. Didn't know it was a problem. Then so you're in. We're sitting there. We're the only people in there, and it slowly starts like filling up. But like sporadically Yeah bit. I'm like, Oh there must be like a service I don't know what the script is I've never been Oh my god no So people start like sitting I'm like oh The priest will be here any minute So we're sitting on the second row <laughs> This is the, know what's This coming. is the God's honest truth I know what's coming The front, the front row on the other side films <clears throat> And then a couple in front of us film. Oh there must be like a Fucking showing. You, did you sit on the second row? You said a yeah. showing. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like he sat on the he's done the comedy club thing. He sat on the second row because he didn't want to get picked on. <laughs> when the priest starts coming out doing his crown work, gives champion before. He's like, yeah, I'm here every week. I'm Mister Champion. Who's drinking the body of Christ, the blood of Christ? Oh, mate, amazing. So, anyway, we're sitting there and it's filling up. <laughs> And then the, mu- the priest doing the fucking comparing. <laughs> What's your name? What's your job? Are you a couple? Are you married? Well, then get out of my church! <laughs> You're living in sin! Sorry, sorry, sorry. The music starts, like the intro music, whatever it is. And uh, it sounds a bit dark. Oh, no. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? It's quite like. And I know church isn't a happy place per se, but like it's a bit like dim. Yeah. This is weird, isn't it? So we turn round, everyone's, and as, everyone's crying. Like Jesus, they really take Catholicism <laughs> fucking seriously in this one. As we turn round, a coffin comes to the. Door. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you wonder why all the guys were doing a Reservoir Dogs tribute in fucking black shirt, black so, ties, and white shirt? No, but it wasn't like a, a, an obvious funeral. It's probably like someone old who hasn't got many people. It wasn't like a. I, 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 you know what I mean? Like, an obvious funeral. An obvious funeral. I, know, I know exactly you know what, what it means. means. Mate, if if you die young, you have a banging funeral. Yeah. yeah. The younger you die, the bigger your funeral. By the time you're like 90, it's like a Tuesday night at a shit comedy club. No one's in there. <laughs> if you die at 15, fuck me, it's Saturday night and it's banging. But you know what happened? So usually when, this is a bit morbid, when you carry a coffin, it's high, isn't it? It's on your shoulder and it's slow. Right. He must have been a big lad because he came in low. Yeah. Like they were holding it low and he opened the door with it. <laughs> <laughs> you sure it wasn't a raid and they were just fucking <laughs> <that's what> <laughs> like a SWAT team. What? How, how did he die? How the fuck do you think he died? Big fat bastard. So we just we just like slithered across the um across the pew and got off. Um, so sorry for your loss. Father. 
<laughs> we need a letter. <laughs> All right. What did he say? No denim. Right next to <laughs> We came back the next week and we told him the story and he, he, he laughed and he gave us the letter. Oh, good lad. How have we been best friends for oh, 12 fucking you. years and I don't know that story? He gave us the letter based on that. He was like, fair play. Like, that. I get that must have been different. Oh, man. Gave me the letter. We actually had to go and sit in the vicar's house and you weren't allowed to just do it once. You had to go a couple of times. Ugh, what a stupid fucking Do you reckon system. that's not really the tradition, but they just, like, they get a bit lonely? And they're like, I don't come around a few times. To do it. It's just a really, like, really fusty, like, early 90s, stupid old-fashioned system. Just horrible. I look at my life then, and I look at my life now, like, sitting in a comedy club last night, absolutely ripping the shit, and you're like, oh, it's so, it's being a grown-up so much better, in it? No one gets to go, um, can we go and sit in a vicar's house for an hour and cringe <laughs> so you want to eat your own face? Now I just get to sit around at hot water having the fucking time of my life. I suppose, life. like, vicars don't get that lonely because they can get married and I can't they? Like, priests can't even wank. I feel like there is a natural progression for this conversation. And um, I don't think I'm emotionally ready for it. Are you talking? Yeah. But, like, priests aren't meant to do that, are they? What? Touch kids? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty It's not Yeah That's not allowed Like They turn a blind eye to it But it's not It's not like, I mean they have done Yeah it's not like It's not part of the contract Is it Do you know what I mean <laughs> Like They're meant to not like No Yeah It is It is morally yeah, yeah, And yeah. like legally But even like Wanking They're not allowed to do that either I don't I don't know Where's that in the bible Which Which chapter of the New Testament well, you're not Says, meant to wank at hey. all if you're super religious and you're, ma- you're not allowed to get married because you're married to the to God, aren't you? You're married to the church. Yeah. That, oh, that's right. A nuns, priest. Nuns, no, oh, priests no, aren't married. That's nuns. Nuns are married to, to, to God. Right. but They're married to God. Pri- priests aren't allowed. Yeah, but they're not married. That'd be a gay marriage, wouldn't it? What? That'd be a gay marriage. Yeah, I don't think they're... Ma- they're yeah, I know what you mean. Are you yeah, saying no, you mean God's you- a man? Yeah. Well... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> He's a black <laughs> man <laughs> called Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Very nicely done. (laughs) I really feel like we skirted around child sex abuse uh, scandal and went into an Evan Almighty reference very smoothly (laughs) there, Tom. I'm glad you're on board. (laughs) Fucking hot water was good last night, wasn't it? Genuine, genuinely, I've just like so so fun. It was, and uh, yeah, you you pissed me off. (laughs) (laughs) So we did hot water together last night. Two shows. The early show was good. And then the late show. So it was me, Dan, Danny McLaughlin, who we've mentioned a few times, and Paul Smith, who's already been on as a guest. I'm sure you all know who he is. And uh, a fucking good builder. Like, that that crowd is getting a good night. That's, like, four absolute killers who can also do crowd work. But we've mentioned on the podcast before, for those who are initiated with comedy, the middle spot on a bill is the easiest spot on the bill. If there's three acts. Yeah, it's... It, it, it's the easiest one to do and there's just there's a handful of comedians who shouldn't be allowed to do that spot because the gig is over before the headliner goes on now last night I was asked to headline the gig I was asked to close and they put this cunt in the middle and he just decided to have the best gig I've seen anyone have at hot water in about four years I was stood at the back with Becca at my mate and I didn't even say anything and at one point she just rubbed me back and said it'll be okay <laughs> <laughs> that's such a funny snap <laughs> it was 
it was cracking and it um it was great because i i brought back a bit we've been talking about it on the pod a lot which bits are you bringing back which bits are you dumping what are your new bits that you're taking forward it's so exciting at the moment being a stand-up we were saying last night like you're going on stage going it's better to be a bit looser your old stuff feels un unpracticed your new stuff is weirdly fresh because that's the stuff you thought of during the lockdown and then that fight in a child bit I sort of dumped it a year ago I, I had it for about six months and I was like oh it's not working and it's the weirdest thing time and the lockdown has made me go I really want to bring that back and I just thought I'd try it last night and as I was I was halfway through it going holy shit how do I drop this bit it was so <laughs> much fun it was so good but not just that because it, it, we were talking about being in the dressing room area and sitting around we knew we'd miss it and I even I've even like sat got in the car ready to do a drive and got, put my iPod on and thought oh I'm going to ring Barry Dodds or something and gone oh god this is fun like the ritual but sitting there last night all cracking on and sitting in oh. the green room just like talking shit like we say a lot of stuff on this podcast and especially on the Patreon if you haven't signed up to Patreon yet again little plug patreon.com slash have a weird pod you get an extra episode every week and we go a bit further on the Patreon because we know that they're the biggest fans of the podcast, the biggest fans of us, and we say some shit that we probably shouldn't say and make it available for public download. But when you put four comedians in a green room and no one can ever hear that again, some of the shit that gets said because you're just all trying to top each other, you're trying to be the most ridiculous and the most out there. I've missed it. Like, I thought I missed gigging just being on stage, and I absolutely have missed being on stage. But I think I've missed that more. Yeah. That backstage, especially at, at clubs like Hot Water or the Comedy Store or the Glee where they have like two shows in a day. When there's a few and you're not just turning up, you all do your set and dart off. When you've got to get there for seven o'clock to do an early show, then a break and then a late show. And you're all just there for a few hours and you can really get into being mates and having a laugh again. It, it, it's, it, it's cathartic, isn't it? It's just fucking sick and I love it and yeah if it was, was put great. out as a record people would be like well why don't you do that as a podcast because what was what was it John Bishop said that he's never met a comedian that's like uh, I couldn't believe that so John Bishop did an interview and Chortle picked it up right so Chortle's like a comedy industry website um, <laughs> John Bishop said I respect every comedian I've ever met I've never heard a comedian be judgmental about another comic <laughs> I don't think you've played hot water <laughs> when me, Adam, and Danny Mac are in the same fucking room. Even you just like upset me. Comedians are cunts. Funny, lovely cunts, but cunts. It's a bit like I you know, footballers. You're telling me you're telling me Messi some, like plays fucking like Real Varagoffa. And don't don't go, God, just quietly, like, leans fucking over to Suarez, go, a fucking right bag's dog shit. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, he's proper fucking... Yeah, you don't slag people off to their face as a comedian, because we're nice, you do it behind the back, because you sound that. <laughs> <laughs> or you do it on a Patreon episode of a podcast. <laughs> How's your head doing? Because things has been going on, hasn't it? Yeah, we won't make a massive deal of this, but uh, our regular listeners, the people who've been in this from day one will know uh, you know Dan has got a wife and child uh, and his wife is called Laura and we've mentioned our partners a lot in it I've mentioned Jade who uh, we've broke up 
and it was time to do it. Uh, like, I've, I care for her so much. I'm glad we've done it in a way that we can go away and not hate each other and try and move on properly and all that. But it was just time to call it a day. And it's horrible. Breakups are horrible. They're never nice. It was an awful conversation and whatever. Uh, but it's the right thing for both of us. And they're just shit, aren't they? But it's done now. And I feel like that our partners have been so intertwined with the way we talk on this podcast. Yep. I wasn't necessarily going to tell everyone the week of, but it only takes us to go to do a reference or to get a question this week, like, what does Jade think Feels of this? disingenuous to be like, just, yeah. And we've always been so honest with our listeners. Like, it's over. Yeah. And, yeah. And I've got news as well. I've pied Laura off as well. She's been doing my fucking head in. So. She, yeah. I just think it's a clean break for both of us, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Do you she's, know what I mean? It's me and you. She's always like, eh, responsibilities. We've got a kid, like, bore off. Do you yeah. Know? And we're adding a £15 tier to the Patreon where you can suck our dicks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, like... <laughs> you know what? I've actually made myself. I'm like, and now, even though I'm like a comedian, I'm like, uh, babe, I'm only joking. I love you so much. Love you so much. Thanks for. I love you. Thanks for being oh. amazing. Um, yeah. All right. Well, it's a it's a reality, and it's so funny that this podcast is so like we talk about our lives so much, and we like other podcasts are like, well, we're going to talk about murderers, or we're going to talk about sports. Ours is our life, yeah, and what's been going on. I felt and the you need felt like to you need today. to like. And I haven't told my little brother yet. <laughs> this, it felt more important to tell our listenership than our Jack. <laughs> so. Oh, um, it's let, for the best. We're both going to be a lot happier. Yeah. Um, and that, that's genuinely the truth. Yeah. But there you go, guys. I love you all. Oh, one thing. Do us a favour. I know how lovely our listeners are. And there might be a temptation here to send me a tweet going, sorry to hear about you and Jade, blah, blah, blah. Do us a favour, don't do that. I, I don't need it. I'm okay. I've got a great support network around me. And I also, the less I can think about it, the better. And also, I don't want her to see it and be like, oh, he's getting a lot of support from fans and whatever uh, and get upset at anything. So I really appreciate any of those thoughts, but you can keep them to yourself if that's okay. All right. Cool. Let's have a little short break and we'll be back with some nonsense. Now then, lids, I want to tell you about Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Alloy wheel refurbishments, car bodywork, and customization services in Leeds and throughout West Yorkshire. Basically, these guys can sort your wheels out. And if you listen to this thinking, well, I'm not like a boy racer, I'm not that bothered about my car. Mate, I drive a Volvo, and after the fucking Rona, I'm going to these guys at Trans Alloy Wheels Limited when I'm gigging in Yorkshire, and I'm going to get them to sort out the alloys that are all scuffed up and fucked on my Volvo V40. So even if you've got a sensible dadmobile or you've inherited your nana's banger, soup up the wheels, get them sorted. If you park like a bell end, get them tidied up, make them look smarter. Go the full hog, get them jazzed up, get them glitzy, get them gold. Just live your life through your alloy wheels. They can add value to your car and make it look fucking smart. They use the same techniques as the biggest car manufacturers and they offer powder coating, diamond cutting, painting, new tyres, acid stripping and shot blasting, tyre fitting and removal. They do car body repairs and they have a pickup and delivery service. They also do insurance work. These guys have got amazing reviews online. Come and get your wheels souped up, changed and refurbished. And this is the best bit. All Have A Word listeners will receive 25% off everything. I'm going, I'm getting my saving. These guys are amazing. Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Get them on Facebook, Insta, online, the lot. Nice one, lids. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling triggered. 
It must be Have a Word with Adam and Dave. Okay. Uh, got a couple of questions. Welcome back. I think, these are, I think this is going to be an interesting one. We've just been talking about gigging at hot water. Dan Johnson. Hiya, Dan. You email in quite regularly, and they're really good uh, questions and suggestions. He says, Eyelids, I was just watching videos on YouTube from Hot Water and it made me think of the success that they've had from their online presence and genuinely launching the careers of Paul and even Freddie Quinn. <laughs> All right, Dan, let's not get carried away. I have noticed, though, that some bits are on there in full. A solid 14-minute routine for Freddie and then only the occasional bit of Dan and Adams. You mentioned about burning of material and when it's been put on, on a special, and I was interested to know how Hot Water go about distribution of people's materials. Do you have to agree to allow them to burn a bit by posting it? And more importantly, how do you work with them to decide which bits you bang on YouTube? So it's a good question. I like it. I like I like how because we talk about stand up and people are watching this on YouTube they're also going out and finding the hot hot waters online presence has made hot water what it is the facebook yeah. videos the youtube videos I love it how they're then going well hang on why is there only shorter bits here but huge long bits there um so the answer is hot water film everything every single moment of every show is filmed and they they at the minute obviously things are a bit in flux because of COVID and that but they had a system in place where backstage there was a sheet and if you were one of the comedians on the night you just put you, whatever it, you'd put your name on it and go uh, the bit about sausage rolls uh, I'd like that to go on YouTube and if you didn't fill one of those forms in you just not and went online um, they had a mo- their Monday night shows where they used to have like nine acts on doing five minutes each they were specifically for filming so the idea was if you go down on a Monday, you're going to film a five-minute set to go on YouTube. And you sort of had to let them use that because they were like, that's the night. We'll always have nine videos a week going online then. Um, yeah, the the reason Freddie will have had a long go on there is what's probably happened is Freddie's done either a bit of crowd work or a 14-minute bit of material. And it's gone really well one night. And he's probably gone, that bit's never gone that well. So I might as well use that recording and then he'll ask them to put it online. And the way they do it is they put everything, I believe, on YouTube. Every clip goes on YouTube. And then the ones that do well on YouTube, they put on social media. And I've got an agreement. I don't know where Adam is. Like, they've asked me several times, what what can I put up? And I say, everything. If you think there's a good clip, stick it on. Now, I'm getting ready to 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 film, like, a 45 minute hour special not a special a mini special because I want to get some content filmed properly and there's a couple of uh, clips that they've got up there that I might ask them to bring down because it's going to clash they're fine with that I'm happy I'm like I've been doing it a while but I'm I love this online content thing I think it's great brilliant and I'm all for it sometimes there are little issues with like oh hang on I'm trying to produce that and it's the same as this but that's fine because you've got a good relationship with the people. I would never let some comedy clubs whack my material online. No. It's a special relationship you've got with Hot Water. It's the same with the Frog and Bucket in Manchester. But it also relies on it, me being able to go, hang on, can I take that down? I don't like that bit. And they're so sound with it. But those bits that happen in the moment with the crowd, oh my God, stick them all up line. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they're gone. They're, they're, they can't be repeated. Totally. So what I say to them is, any comparing or crowd work can go online but just don't put any material on unless I ask for it and they're like sound so I'm making a conscious effort now as gigs are coming back 
obviously we've brought Carl in to produce this but you know there's not a million hours of work in a week and we need to give Carl a full time job because we need him here we can't like we can't tell Carl we'll give you a bit a few hours but you need to find a full time thing because as this grows we're going to need him more and more and I said to him like from now on I think I'm just going to take Carl to every gig with me and film absolutely everything I do because the amount of times I do the Glee in Birmingham or the Frog and Bucket in Manchester or a comedy club that just don't have their own cameras up and you do a bit of crowd work and you destroy it you like and that'll never happen again because it relies on that heckle or that thing from the audience yeah and such a it, shame isn't it to just it just gets lost into the fucking exactly ether. and you know it's sort of a, a bit shit that the industry has gone this way that you feel like everything has to be sort of become a commodity and monetized or not monetized but be turned into content you can't just live in the live moment and you will always get more from these moments if you're in the room there's nothing better than live comedy we can put all the videos in the world but the best way to enjoy comedy is in a comedy club as far as I'm concerned it's better than big theatres as far as I'm concerned the best advert for it is those videos isn't it totally it's how I sell my tickets like I've done bits of TV as we've talked about and you know a couple of nice things coming up but people come and see me on tour because of my stand-up videos on the internet yeah that's why they come no one's coming to see me on tour because I did you know the one of the shows on Channel 4 last year there's no one going oh that, that I'm now totally into this guy they find one of your clips and then they find the second one and if they like both of them they'll then go to YouTube and go I want as much of this guy as possible and then they come on tour it's the way the industry's gone. You've got to have a lot of stuff available for free for people to consume. That's how it is. Hey, and if you own a comedy club and you're like, ah, we don't really do that, get on board because it is the future. And if you want to get left behind, like th- this is honestly now, we're, we're, there's still like it, we're at the tipping point, but it's only going one way. And in 10 years, comedy clubs will see a 4K camera and the recording equipment and the editing software the same way they say they see chairs. lights, chairs, and a microphone. There are now, I'd say, three comedy clubs, maybe four, or is it three in the UK? There's Hot Water and a couple of others that are trying to do it. And by the way, they're not doing the full works. And they're going, yeah, we could do that. And loads of other clubs going, no, we don't do it. We've never done it. You're like, I don't care what you've never done. The other Get club on board. that I know really try and do it is Top Secret Comedy Club in London. Yeah. They oh, just, yeah, yeah. Forgot about them. They have one camera at the back and they, they film everything. They ask people, can they put stuff up? Um, they haven't got the online... It, it's sort of weird because Hot Water were first to the market with this. Nailed it. Their, their growth means that, for me, personally, if I'm going to put a routine out, not on my own channel, as a comic, selfishly, you want sort of everything to be on your thing. You want to go it be on my YouTube channel and my Facebook because then you get it's easier for people to find you that way. But if I'm going to put it on someone else's thing, you're going to put it on the one that's got 200,000 followers rather than another comedy club that's got 500. I actually think it's quite difficult now. Because Hot Water started this and then a lot of comedians tried to jump on it and go, "Well, I'm going to put loads of content out." There's a lot of content out there. But everyone's playing catch up. And there's so much out there, but Hot Water's become such a brand, such a recognisable logo and backdrop, like orangey brick wall with the big smile in the middle. People almost see that as a stamp of quality now. Yeah, yeah. So they'll watch your clip because it's there. 
Whereas, like, there'll be people scrolling past videos at Top Secret or somewhere else because they're like, unless they know who you are, they're like, I'm not watching that. But if they go to Hot Water, they'll watch someone they've never heard of because they go, oh, it's there. That place is great. They're so... I've seen seen those other videos from other clubs and they've got a camera and they've got the editing and it's not the same standard. So even if the, the actual... The bit of material or the comedian's good, they have not got, like... Hot Water have, have, have improved it. I even remember a couple of years ago, I was like, that camera's in the wrong place slightly. Yeah. Guess what? They're fucking geniuses. <laughs> they worked it out. That I now look at that camera shot and I'm like, oh, it's so good. It's so perfect. And you watch the top secret one, the comedian in Brighton, they're doing it, the comedian in Bath, the frog, and you're like, you've done it, kind of, but it's not right. And no. you're in it. You're in, like, I think in 10 years... 4K camera setups with editing will be a part of the of the deal, and there'll be there'll be clubs that have just disappeared by the wayside because they were just like, oh, we didn't do it. I I'm definitely going to start doing more crowd work videos from uh, like I I naturally now, especially at the minute because we're just coming back. I go into crowd work even in my sets because I find it fun and exciting. Feel alive. Like last night at the early show. I got like 15, 12, 15 minutes in and I just noticed there was a bit of crackle in the room and I was like, what's it? I'll talk about that. And I just started, and the last 10 minutes of me set was not me set. Yeah. I was just fucking around and it feels so much more fun. I enjoy doing it. And as you say, you're not actually burning any material because it'll never happen again. And if it does happen again, then you're doing hack shite, aren't you? You're doing, if you're doing crowd work, that could happen tomorrow night. It's probably a bit shit. So yeah. the, the bits that are in the moment like that, I'm like, I've when I've gone on tour before. In the past, I've like sometimes I just send my opening act on, I get them to do twenty minutes, like then I go on and do my hour. Uh, but I think from now on, I'm going to do sort of what Paul Smith does, and I've done this a few times as well. You did it when we did Chester. Yeah, go on, compare it. No, not when we did Chester. I, you, you compared for me that night sort of thing you went on oh, oh sorry it was Manchester wasn't it Manchester yeah. yeah so I go on and I go I'm going to do 15 to 20 minutes of pure crowd work none of me tour show and then go it makes the openers job a lot easier by the way if you go on and do 15 to 20 minutes and warm them up and then go look I've got a mate with me he's fucking sick here he is it legitimises the opener you feel like a made man you're like ah, Lee, I, I'm here he likes me he's told you that he yeah. likes me yeah. and then you go on and you do your tour show but it does I tell you what that does noticeably it makes when you're on tour people have paid to see you and I'm not a big deal by any means I'm not Paul Smith I don't play those size venues but there's still a we're going to see Adam Rowe tonight Mm. the first time they see you is when they're their most excited yeah so the reason, selfishly, that in the past, the, the majority of the time, I just send the opener on and say, can you just do 20 minutes and warm them up? And then we'll have a break and then I'll go on. Oh, it's because so save that magic. Like. It's because when I walk on, I go, they're like, yes, this is the guy we've paid to see. And that first 20 minutes flies because they've still got that this guy energy. Oh my God, the guy we've paid to see. Oh my God, when you did the arena. When you did the arena, big the big room. Yeah. Oh my god! When you walked out, because I introed you. Yeah. Fucking hell! That noise when you walked on, even though it was, I was walking off the stage. I got a dick tingle. Yeah. Was that like, was a special, special night. That thirteen hundred people who paid. Like, I get like emotional when there's eighty people in a fucking art center in 
fucking Colchester. Who's <laughs> drinking? 1,300 people going fucking bananas is something you just never forget. It's <laughs> very, very, very few human beings will ever know what that feels like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It'd be bad if you actually cried, though, wouldn't it? It's a Victoria's Secret. But yeah, um, you do lose the, the, oh, this guy thing when you do it. When I go on first and compare, you get that for the crowd work. Right. But then you lose it for your show. But if your show's good, it doesn't matter. You're still going to smash it. They're still there to see you. But you do lose that. It's about 2%, but it's a noticeable 2%. No. Yeah. Mate, it's so good that stand-up's back, in it? Yeah. It's just... I fucking love the stand-up's back. Oh, singing. Now, I am annoyed about this, that so many people have given a positive response to last week's Adam's Human Jukebox. <laughs> Because, I'll be honest, I mean, when you thought Mark Morrison wasn't black was one of the highlights of my week. <laughs> People have sent in some suggestions. Um, so they want more. Yeah. They just need more of your talent. Cool. Look, there's no joke in his face. He's like, yes. Yeah, this is, I'm good at this. Hi, Lids. This is from Tom Furlong. Sounds like a euphemism. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'd like a bit... I, th- I think you're drinking dicks. <laughs> no. I think you're drinking dicks. Because of the periphery, because of my glasses. I'm like, what's he doing? I Just think he's anything. like, raw. I haven't done anything. <laughs> oh, I'll sit here. Um, he says, <laughs> I'd like a bit of Jamariquai, Space Cowboy from Adam, the next time you do Adam's jukebox. Do you know Jamariquai is the one I can't do? What are you on about? I can't do Jamiroquai. I just can't. Get, I don't know how to do his voice. This is the return of the space cowboy. It's a planetary good vibes on. <laughs> now I'm doing thick and bob as well. <laughs> I, I just, I've never been able to do Jamiroquai. He's the one that like I struggle with. He, I tell you what, Jamiroquai was like in the middle of Britpop. And everyone, this was when I was like 15, 16, 96, 97, and everyone was oh, like... Hang on, no, it's James Blunt I can't do. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know, Jamaica. It's, it's the other one that starts with a J. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, James Blunt's just got too much of a normal voice. You know what Whoa, I mean? what's the James Blunt one like? I saw a girl on a train oh, and... Beautiful. Like oh, I say, it. it's just, it's not good, though, that's is it? it. This is the return of the Space Cowboy. As a planet there. They they came out and they were doing like a funk soul like and everyone was like, right, I'm Oasis. You're blur. Oasis blur. Maybe pulp. And like Ocean Colour Scene, the verve. Everyone was into it. And then Jamaica came out. What about this? And everyone was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That as well. <laughs> like, everyone loved Space Cowboy yeah. even though everyone was Britpop indie 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 and it was all, we were all about it but literally all of us were like no yeah fucking Jamariquai as well well cool that, that, <laughs> that guy with the have you seen the hats he wore on the live shows like an, like an African and he'd do the dancing he's got a collection of Ferraris cool motherfucker oh did you see Adele by the way Adele's S- cancelled skinny Adele yeah I seen a tweet that really made me laugh it said Adele went from hello to wagwan <laughs> 
Because <laughs> she wore the little walnut whips in her hair and put yeah. Jamaican flags on a on a smaller yeah. tits. Yeah, yeah. She, everyone was like that. Like, well, I no, seen everyone. No, about three bell ends were like. Oh, yeah, I seen a combination of people who are from Jamaican heritage going. Can everyone shut the fuck up? She literally got a Jamaican to do her hair for her. This is not cult. This is not cultural appropriation because she's actually using Jamaican people to and paying them to do this stuff. And then there was other people who were like, "Well, I still find it offensive." And I'm sure, like, I don't know enough about that to really weigh in on it. But I just think it's so like. P.S. Anyone complaining on Twitter hasn't been to the Notting Hill Carnival because <laughs> that is what it is. And I think anyone who's like a who knows the Notting Hill can't. My mate used to live in fucking not Notting Hill. What do I mean? Yeah, Notting Hill, like n- near Portobello Road. And uh, it's that is the whole deal, and it's always been that deal. It's like it it is West African, and it's all of that like like that Caribbean influence, but it's not black people doing their thing and white people going respectfully oh. I enjoyed it <laughs> la 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 please don't piss in the garden even though there is that going on it is that it's a melting pot it's, the, it's meant to be that like so for everyone to be on Twitter because that's what she was doing she was doing an ode to the, the Notting Hill Carnival like this is it was the weekend of the carnival yeah. and this is what I'd have been wearing yeah. and I was like I think it's disgusting oh <laughs> Did you see This was a few years ago A kid in America Had got braids in And a black, a black girl Was like Trying to pull them out And like going yeah. You don't get to do this You're like I get that there's a lot of like been like there's a lot of ill feeling and hurt And because of all of the history Of black culture Suppression Civil rights Everything But just, When you're trying to pull A kid's fucking braids out Do you think we might Going a bit too far The other way When we're whinging about Adele like I loved it when everyone just came to like, what are you on about? She looks great. It's part of it. Yeah, I think it, they're very complicated issues, aren't they? And I just like, I'm I'm not getting involved. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about it, but I'm not really getting involved. Crack on. Yeah, if but you just... want to be upset by it, if you want to think it's sound, I, I'm just going to be over here. I'm going to do me. You do you. We uh, here at Have a Word are very respectful of cultural appropriation. Could you do? Uh, Sean Paul for us. Sean Paul, come and get it, do it. Come and get it. Bing, 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 no, they don't. What are you doing? Sean Paul and James Blunt. Do James Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? You're beautiful. You're beautiful. <laughs> you're beautiful. You're beautiful. Ashana Palla. <laughs> Being an answer. Um, lads, this is from Anthony Walker. Do you mean like Adam is like a jukebox as he's a bit of a unit often found in the corner of a pub? <laughs> Unnecessary Don't be like that I love to see him Attempt something It's alright baby You're alright You're a comedian I know I've you- lost three stone You cheeky fucking cunt <laughs> Anthony Walker Did not appreciate that I should I should have like Glanced over that Before I read it Because he's in a He's in a He's had a difficult time I'd love to see him Attempt something By Prince Prince You don't have to be beautiful. Oh Adam, the, the eyes are a bit weird. 
Why does he do the Undertaker eyes? God, you got into that. Raspberry Beret. A fucking good song. Raspberry Beret. She walked in through the outdoor. That's a fucking great line, by the way. Why? Okay. Just, just it sums up a girl that's like young and a bit sexy and just doesn't play by the rules. And when you're a lad and you're 15, you're like, oh my god, she, she's she's walked in through the outdoor. Like, I don't give a fuck. I walk through any door. And you're like, oh, on a banger. Like, it's <laughs> just a great moment in it. Prince I feel did- like you're being like an English teacher there. I reckon he just like he needed that extra syllable. <laughs> and you're you're being like the curtains were red, which means she was angry and lustful and didn't know what to do with her oh, life. Mate. And what the writer meant was the curtains are fucking red, mate. No, Prince knew what he was doing with that line. It's such a subtle, lovely line. Oh, it's he the wa- fucking art thing he, all over No, again, it's not. Like no one. If you listen to Raspberry Beret, he's literally telling the story of a girl. He, he, what did she? She wore a raspberry, raspberry beret, the type you get in a secondhand store. And if it was warm, she didn't wear much more. So she's just fucking fit, man. Yeah. She's 16 She doesn't give a shit And she, she nah, I'm just fucking it down lads I like it I like he, He's not literally gone No 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 There's no meaning in it But she did walk in Through the outdoor <laughs> And i tell you something About me Prince You know I am a stickler For a one way system <laughs> <laughs> She was ahead of her time Covid um, That was a good Prince Now What else have we got One more jukebox um, Christian Baines after watching Monday's show and Adam's amazing vocal talents, Christian, don't Thank fucking you, big him up, man. He has to sing for me something either by Enya or Bjork. <laughs> I don't know Enya, but Bjork. Uh, what is Enya? What's Bjork's big song? Um, so, so quiet. Oh, do, yeah. do, 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 do. It's also I, I can do this still. one. This is great because this called. <laughs> Stop doing the Undertaker eyes. I you can't keep... help it. No, you it's can't. They're going back and like, oh, dum, dum. You already look like Paul Bearer. Dum. It's a... Oh, so species. Shh. <laughs> Why are you doing Yoda? Can't <laughs> do it. <laughs> And so peaceful, <laughs> peaceful until da 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 da. You blow a fuse. Da. It's Elmo. It's a cross between Gollum and Elmo and Joe Pasquale. <laughs> See, say Pasquale again. Joe Pasquale. Joe Pasquale. He's a linguist. Gobshite. He's <laughs> <laughs> also quiet. Precious, so so still, my precious. And then all of a sudden, someone takes it from us. <laughs> Dirty little hobbitses. Oh, if you got AIDS, you could be Gollum. Oh, oh, that is offensive. And I'm banging the table now, and I always get on you for doing it. I'm like, oh, sure. <laughs> Upset me, nasty bit. You have to be seriously ill. Hey. I, if I tell you what, they, it, I, I really think if I'm dying of cancer or AIDS, which would be really, I think Laura would be pissed off about that. But what? If, if I got AIDS, 
<laughs> She'd be like, what you been up to? What if you got it from her and she's the one being fucking around? Don't fucking put the blame on yourself. I love you, babe. I love you so much. <laughs> and I don't agree with all the jokes that are on this. It's a bad, bad podcast in many ways. But if I, I'm telling you right now, I know when, you know, when people, I know we've had, we've lost celebrities recently and it's heartbreaking, but I'm still going to do, I'm going to do some online content. I've seen Dan Nightingale's fucking cancer Patreon. It's really good. If you like Gollum impressions that are weirdly too close to home, like, my precious. I think even for our listeners, we might have gone one step too far. That was too far. Matt, what was what was Dan's last words? Dirty little habits. He was doing shtick right till the end. I can't tell you how much I fucking love this show and this studio and the fucking things we we just say and then we just let them go out into the world for public consumption to stay on the internet forever yeah right uh, an interval to lunch to lunch to lunch let's have a, a little advert break here we'll be back in 30 odd seconds for you lot with this week's guest this is the, the brilliant youtuber magnificent he's a dead sound lad his name uh, is Stephen Lawson he's more commonly known as Stephen Tries on YouTube and it's going to be a pleasure to have him in uh, we'll see you very soon Order, order, order. Like John Burko says, if you'd like to order some merchandise, get to haveawordpod.com. For the old motherfuckers, that's www.haveawordpod.com. Get yourself some t-shirts, hoodies, support the podcast. There's loads of other stuff up there. Go and have a look at the website, haveawordpod.com. Send in your questions and suggestions to haveawordpod at gmail.com. Let's crack on with this nonsense. We're back. That's my button to press. Hello. You little fucking well, rat. <laughs> we did a lot of these during lockdown when I had my own desk and that, and now I feel a bit left out because you've got your sound desk with all your. Mama like this. I, I really, it. honestly, I'm not OCD, but when you touch my buttons like that, it really presses my buttons. No, don't look. Don't. Upset me, nasty bitch. <laughs> Silly person. <laughs> We've got a guest. We have got a guest. Hey. Stephen. Do we call you Stephen Lawson because that's your name, or do you hide that? Uh, I don't hide it because my mate thought it'd be funny to just post that. So tries, tries is good. Tries, just tries. Yeah. Sweet. There's no real difference between the two. Just one has a reputation for being a nonce, the other doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna fit in so well. <laughs> <laughs> He's already using our catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for coming in, lads. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm good, thank you. So. We met a few years ago when you were were you at Salford Uni doing the yeah. comedy course? Yeah, it was. And then I think I hosted a gig at the Frog and Bucket, and maybe a couple more that you were on. Yeah, it was a charity night. That one was it? Was it? I have maybe. Yes, yeah. it was. It was. I think so. Yeah, that wasn't the best gig in the world, was it? It was weird. Yeah. But uh, Salford Uni's comedy course. Yeah, I remember hearing about that and sort of taking the piss and my god that has knocked out some talent over the years and it <laughs> that's sort of come good that I mean it's probably knocked out some dog shit yeah but Definitely there's some decent some acts shit, come man. through there Jamali yeah. he's probably the best Jamali Maddox yeah Salford yeah, yeah Jamali started stand up at Salford Uni yeah Kiri Kiri Pritchard McLean did she yeah, do she, that? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know she did the course, but she was she taught on it a bit at least. Oh, well, she she did the media performance course yeah. that was that pr- sort of yeah, and then became it. 
Right. Yeah. Alex Boardman taught a lot of it. Did Alex teach you? Yeah, he was class. Yeah, he's boss, Alex. So, there's he? some teachers that you, you know, just couldn't really bond with, and then Alex was like, oh. Which teachers were they? By name. <laughs> uh, just, just one who liked clowning a lot and uh, was very persistent with trying to get us to do clowning. And not stand up. Yeah. It is the future of British comedy, though. Clowning. <laughs> I think it's mime, actually. Yeah. Yeah, mime. Yeah. Is that where you're going now? <laughs> I think, like, you know, like when, like, baby names make a comeback, like, there's loads of kids called Albus again now. I reckon mime's doing oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <full circle>. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. If we set each other a challenge and I've got to do a bit of clowning and you've got to do a bit of mime just to see the audience at Hot Water go, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm trying to uh, really develop as an artist. <laughs> what is clowning? Oh, like, this teacher, he was he was so serious about it. <laughs> and he's like, it wasn't <laughs> Philip Gollier, was it? No, he was. He said he had a doctorate in clowning. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that's enough laughter. We're going to learn clowning fucking seriously. Now you put that fucking fresh cream on that pie. <laughs> And you hit them in the face. You do it properly. What a ridiculous statement! I mean, so serious about clowning. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was ridiculous. Like, I think somebody in our class uh, yeah. tried to get a laugh once. He was like, <laughs> "Don't try to get a laugh." <laughs> and they're like, "It's a comedy course, though." And he was like, "It's not what this is about." <laughs> so it was so bizarre. And There's a lot of shows at the Edinburgh Festival that this guy would fucking love, mate. Oh, yeah. mate. It's basically it's it's a it's a sort of hipster slapstick, isn't it? Yeah. Really, it's physicalized comedy clowning. That's what it's really meant to be. It's actually not meant to be spoken at all, is it? Yeah, there's a lot of like pretentiousness with how he did it, though, and none of us could really get into it. I remember the first lesson we had with him is the first week of that course, and I think he asked Jamali to take his shoes off. Not just Jamali. He <laughs> <laughs> <It> wasn't racist. <laughs> so uh, he's probably Muslim. I'll just cover the. He looks a bit Muslim. <laughs> I'll make him feel like he's at the mosque. <laughs> shoes off, lad. Come on in. What about my shoes, sir? <laughs> not, not you, mate. Not you, Stephen. He's, uh, he's getting us to go on all fours and be a cat. Um, we were just, oh, no. So I called my dad in tears <laughs> halfway through that lesson going, I can't do this anymore. That was the first What week. did your dad say? Uh... No, Stephen, you'll do the stand-up comedy course like I did, like your granddad did. You've come from generations and generations of people that have studied BA stand-up comedy. Stop <laughs> yeah. oh. being a pussy, be a real man. Dad, I just like a cat. Shit in the cat litter. I just want to be a civil engineer. You'll not come back to this house with a degree in engineering. You either turn up in a clown car and a red fucking nose, <laughs> or you don't come back for Christmas. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh. Your normal sized shoes will never darken our doorway again. <laughs> fucking brilliant. Uh, why did you pie stand up off? Why did you fuck it off? Because you were dead good, like dead young, good straight away. And then was it just because YouTube just became a no, thing? Or? Uh, it's just because I was lazy with it. So I did, I had like a nice five minutes. Yeah. And slowly got to 10 minutes. And then I uh, I just basically kept doing the same material, got bored of it, didn't think to write new material. And then I was I was just done. And the nerves, I, I built it up so much in my head each gig. Yeah. Because I was, from the age of six, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a stand up comedian. Um, six is early, innit? 
parents divorce I think so uh, <laughs> so uh, you, <laughs> you decided at six yeah I wanted to be a comedian fuck me is that the way of things now like how old are you eight you've missed the fucking boat <laughs> <laughs> you're done you're done you, what, you haven't even got Avalon representation <laughs> you're nine nine you might as well be 52 in this game <laughs> oh mighty you better be a bisexual nine year old <laughs> Oh, it's going to be a naughty one, this, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, just, like, I'm, just, I'm about to say we're six minutes into this part of the show and I feel like it's already off the rails. God knows where this is going to be in an hour. How do you have that clarity of thought? At six? I, know it's, I know it's just a thought that you have as a kid, but you were that into it at yeah, six. I was just an attention seeker. That's right, all it yeah, was. yeah, yeah. Just wanted my dad's attention, but he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, he's... Uh, He's yeah. de- is he dead? Is no, he- no. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, good. Uh, I just thought alive, yeah. is he- He's gone. <laughs> he lives in Norwich. Oh. Um, the Wirral. <laughs> he lives in the Wirral? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> is, that, is that what it takes for a scouser? That's as good as being dead. <laughs> he's in another place. <laughs> Over the water. I won't pay the fucking tunnel. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> What was your second laugh for then? I just, I just imagine someone putting flowers at the fucking Kingsway Tunnel entrance. <laughs> we stop putting flowers there. This is a working fucking tunnel. This no, no, for, this, this is, is my dad. dad. <laughs> <laughs> Papa, if you can hear me, I can't. I'm over here. I'm in Birkenhead. Sorry. Uh, would you, you not never thought of going back to it? Oh, um, you did. You did do a video about it, didn't you? Didn't you yeah, do a Stephen tries about? Yeah, yeah Stephen tries stand up. And I did a uh, I did a thing for Joe Joe.co.uk and I did a I did a one off because they were like oh you should do something about comedy I, I did something for different sort of things like gaming and all that it was gaming not gaming and uh, and then I did stand up and that gig was a uh, it's one of my favourite gigs it was in you made him laugh <laughs> to the point of not being able to carry on listening to you <laughs> with a gaming game end joke welcome to the level, the level of yeah. this podcast YouTube content really there's a variation in it yeah. yeah Stephen tries bumming yeah. <laughs> but like it's gonna get demonetised that isn't it do you realise like we like we sp- so the way we structure this podcast the first hour is just me and Dan the second yeah. hour we bring the guest in and in the first part of the show we talked about how last night we did a gig together oh, yeah. and I watched him and had to follow him it was very difficult because you know I was eulogising about the fact he's one of the sharpest minds in British comedy and when he's on form nigh on impossible to follow yeah. and people must who don't watch our stand up must listen to us and go oh Dan's really got an eye for comedy and then he goes I meant gay men not gaming and you're gone for three minutes <laughs> but it is funny can I just I'm not you know how to do your content but I'd be up for watching that that would get me <laughs> I think it would and if they do demonetise it you got to go oh YouTube oh <laughs> homophobic we hey. haven't yet monetised like we've got the option to monetise our YouTube yeah. channel it's very new yeah like what we're doing um, but like they've said oh you can monetise now do you reckon we should do it because we're quite yeah you got nothing to lose Worst case scenario is they, they don't monetize it and then uh, yeah and then it goes they, out but they don't show it to anyone then really do they people have to sort of find it themselves is that right I don't know help us stiff <laughs> I've got no idea I feel like if it does get demonetized it doesn't go out as well like you say it sort yeah. of just goes in the nether and and what, what basically that's just YouTube being fucking fannies is it yeah it was since like, they've had various controversies where people have said the n word they are controversies to be fair but uh then like a 
the New York whatever paper that is I should know this the New, New York, York Gazette <laughs> <laughs> the New York Chronicle the New York Herald <laughs> the New no, that's right Oh, it's the New York Times, isn't it? <laughs> there is, I think that's there is the a New, New York, York Herald. <laughs> oh, no, New York Post. The Boston Herald. And the oh, New yeah. York Post. The Gotham Post? What's who's, the Gotham Post? <laughs> who's got that joke? Like, the New York Post is known as, like, a shit newspaper. Alexander Hamilton invented uh, the New York Post, just so you know. <sighs> have you seen the musical Hamilton? Because Adam has. And I really like oh, it. And they no, both, not, I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, it's fantastic. And so the, yeah, <laughs> it's really good. But he invented the New York Post. But so I think it's John Mulaney. He's got a joke where he says, the New York Post it's, is like, reading the New York Post is like someone else has heard the news and they're trying to give you the gist. And <laughs> <laughs> kind of what I like. It's like the Metro, isn't it? It's basically like, the Metro is news for people with ADHD. Like, oh, you're in the hundredth word of this story. Finish it up. Nine eleven. Dead bad planes. Bang bang bang. Drop drop drop. That's no context. Have a word. What are you doing? Just one sec. Will you just dip your mic a little bit? Yeah. yeah. Just so, just because the line's blocked by the mic a little bit. Is that okay? <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, that's uh, good. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, but yeah, a lot a lot of people got told off because YouTube were just putting adverts on like everything, beheadings. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ray docks on one of those. So it was, uh, <laughs> this ends just chopped off. Now, manscaped.com. Fucking Ray docks. Have you nicked your head recently? <laughs> <laughs> oh, L'Oreal after a bit. Oh, Jesus. So, because Head's YouTube is, is so much money, they are like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. They're so much more mon- like they're so much more switched on to like this is it's they're, they're getting more like TV sadly yeah. enough in it the Wild West is that that feeling of like we'll just stick videos up yeah it's no, I love yeah. the thought that like pay monetizing those videos is the problem and not that they're still up like <laughs> we're not taking the video down but I'm not sponsoring. <laughs> No problem with people who want to watch someone fuck a, be- a body with no head on it. But it's a beheading, yeah, but they said it wasn't for kids. <laughs> hey, YouTube, how much more could we do? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Have yeah. you had something taken down? Um, no, I don't think so. Oh, what I've had is, it's always like, music. <laughs> if I've used music in a video, mm-hmm. then uh, it'll get claimed and you lose all your money from that. Uh, well, future earnings. Yeah. Uh, but also, if you use like a certain ones, like I used the Kanye West song, and then it got blocked in all these different countries. So that was only like last year that they started doing that. So someone told us that even if you sing on a YouTube video, they can pull f- money, which is a bit of a worry That's because bad, yeah. Adam's become a human jukebox recently. <laughs> the one good thing is it's so badly sung that I don't think YouTube <laughs> See, algorithms are going to pick up on that, it he says that but we've so I only did this last week right and I can prove it to you now no problem at all on this podcast I'm partial to doing an impression yeah and one thing I held back for a while is that I can do musical impressions like singing impressions so last week we did some and like he like, <laughs> 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 he, he was like oh, Just send yeah, me my shit. demonetized And Adam's like Yeah no no Carl tells that. me all the time That they're good And we've had loads of emails Going no actually I really enjoyed Adam's singing impressions Three <laughs> <laughs> Know what I mean Like <laughs> Demonetized Future earnings And you're like Yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> but like, I've got a gift Can do Elton John Which we did last week Didn't I The Dido Like when he covered Dido For oh, yeah. Eminem Really good at that oh, that's, Yeah <laughs> That's Stan 
Yeah. Yeah. Got caught up on the that, that is good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you see his one recently where he was doing it for like comic relief or something? He did I'm still standing. But yeah. He missed like, every other syllable. Yeah, out. see, that was a worse impression of Elton John than the one I did. <laughs> what? And that did was actually Elton John. Every other syllable. The way he was singing, he was like, oh, I can't do it. Not, not after that. He was, like, <laughs> he was in his garden on a piano and he was just going, that is good. You can't deny it. <laughs> That's worth three grand, isn't it? <laughs> That's worth- I would, honestly, I would rather this video became a beheading than listen to any more. <laughs> as he sat down, you know the big, you know the fat cunt sat down as well. Like I'm pretending metaphorically. Well, you can't stand up at a piano. <laughs> what are you on about? No one stands up to play the piano. Are we, what are we talking about? Have you never seen any- Have you never seen me before? <laughs> Have you never seen anyone stand up at a piano? Only Paul Rudd in Friends when he pretends oh, to play. Yeah. 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 When he's like, I, 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 I can play the piano and Phoebe's like, well, do it. And he's like, well, there's not a piano. And she's like, well, it wouldn't stop a true penis. And he's just like... <laughs> <laughs> Can you ever, should, we, should we do podcasting stood up? <laughs> do you think it'd be, it adds to the energy? Hello and welcome to the Halfway Podcast with me. I feel like we're on T4. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Have you ever had a YouTube controversy? Have you ever had... This week, it, it's... Uh... Oh, we knew about that one and we do oh, want to yeah. talk about that, yeah? So no, go on, sorry. Uh, but before that, my other one was... Uh... <laughs> it was... Weirdly enough, I've got through a lot of things where I've made risky jokes and it's been fine. I did a sketch about trying to sell uh, <laughs> the Madeleine McCandle. So it was a candle with Madeleine McCandle. <laughs> so, mate, I love it out. Like, even though you're not doing stand up anymore, that's exactly how all comics think. They're like, oh, I've had a thought. That works as wordplay. <laughs> Except most of us are such pussies. We're like, yeah, I can't say that at the Frog and Bucket in Manchester. And you're like, yeah, get the camera rolling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we uh, the worst part of that was, uh, so the reaction was fine to it, you know, uh, built my audience. Um, but then the worst part was my printer wasn't working. So my mates were at work and they, they were having to use the printer to print off Madeleine McCann's face with no context and then stick it on a Yankee candle. <laughs> so that that was fine. Uh, so weirdly enough, yeah, I got through that. No issue. But I uh, always had this, this running joke for a little, like two years or so, where my mate made a video where he'd get people on Fiverr to do certain things. And one of them was he paid this dog to carry around the sign, uh, Stephen Trice is a ginger nonce. It was a really cute dog. It was quite funny. <laughs> I was watching it, I was like, oh, don't, don't let this be my legacy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had such a big following that they just kept commenting on all my videos. It became a running joke. I sort of thought, right, if they're going to make the joke, I'll do it before them. So I kept doing it. And then realised that they're, they're just going to keep repeating what I say now because they're not really thinking, uh, oh, it's dead. They ju- they just enjoyed it and ran with it. So I just sort of had this, you know, ginger nonce thing. People had shouted in the street. I just just wave thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> just own it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you imagine being like an old woman at the bus stop 
and see and go, you ginger nonce, and then the nonce goes, nice one, lads, cheers. <laughs> That's me, ginger nonce Steve. Okay. Okay. picture. Things have changed. I mean, before they just used to work on the BBC, but now they're everywhere. <laughs> I'm proud of it. Gingers, that is. And uh, so I, uh, so I had this brand deal, which is a rare treat for me, and it was with TikTok, and they uh, they put it on like the main page of YouTube, and uh, and all the comments like hey, the ginger nonces on it, and then you can't t- really have a rep as a nonce and then end up on TikTok, can you? Like- no, no. So uh, <laughs> so because it's based in China, uh, the people that own TikTok, were paedophilia, just, yeah, they were just yeah. translating. <laughs> Really oh, it, I would love to be have seen be a fly on the wall at TikTok HQ. <laughs> oh god! Yeah. And they were like, "What is a nonce?" <laughs> so that they translated it word for word and just went, "I got away with it." Yeah, he's a. Uh, oh, then they they called the company that uh, got me involved in the ad and go, "Why have you got a paedophile on board?" Here? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so they went uh, right. Can you just explain to them that you're not a paedophile? <laughs> I was like, what? I'm not in jail, am I? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a paedophile. explain to them that you're not a paedophile? How can you do that in more than one sentence? Yeah. I'm not a paedophile, you know. Yeah. No, but what do you mean by that? Yeah. Do you imagine me having to fly to China for a face-to-face? <laughs> Hello, Mr. Tries. Are you a pedo? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what did you do? Did you have so, to bring them or something? So I was just fuming, and then... Uh, 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 they dropped me from it and I was gutted because I was like I'm not a paedophile um, and the company that obviously got me on board then had to just pay me and uh, they lost whatever fee they got for that you got paid off for not being a pedo yeah what the fuck has the internet done to the world I don't know it's a it's a strange place I've been called a nonce so many times on this thing on this you podcast that honestly <laughs> I've been caught and Adam we we were talking about I've got a kid and we were talking about just being at home and like Adam was like I can't believe you're naked in front of your daughter sometimes she's like three and a half and you're like yeah because if you're in charge and you're having a shower and she's that in the house you can't shut a door because yeah. they're mental they're dangerous what did Jason Manford call all kids under the age of four are like suicidal midgets <laughs> And for the awkwardness of like being semi-naked or naked in front of your kid, you can't just be like, all right, you go there, I'm going there. And I was telling Adam that, and he was like, feel weird about this. It's like, what do you mean? I was like, I th- he was like, I think it's because I've called you a nonce so many times on this podcast that now talking about you being naked in front of your daughter feels fucking weird. <laughs> the joke weirdly does get in your head, doesn't it? Yeah. Nancy. Yeah, because like, I just don't think it's a bad rule of thumb to never have your dick out when a kid's in the room. <laughs> But to the point where we mentioned this about you know three mean? weeks ago, and Adam was like, yeah, but you show your daughter your dick. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's different. Sometimes I'm naked. Sometimes she's in the vicinity. I'm not like, enter, morning, stop crying. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. That out of context page is going to be done, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Oh. Hey, do you know going back to the Maddie thing? Joe and I was a manager in hot water. Yeah. Joe and me do deep cleans. Yeah. To finish. Found it. <laughs> Well, yeah. So I'd print eight pictures of Madeleine McCannoff and hide around the bar. And if you didn't do your job, you wouldn't find them all. Like, if you cleaned everywhere, you would find all the maddies. So you couldn't oh, yeah. go unless you found the maddies. I mean, that is... Why have you never told me that before? I've got so much more respect for you now than I had five <laughs> seconds ago. Yeah, it was, yeah, I found seven maddies. Well, you can't fucking go on. Can you? <laughs> 
God. God. She's under the fridge or something. God. Dragon Ball McCann. <laughs> Gotta get them all. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Where, what sort of places would you put them in? Like, behind like, the fridge, isn't that? Yeah, like, places where you should be deep cleaning. Places where you wouldn't think to clean on a regular. Yeah. I found eight maddies I can get off. Portuguese apartments. <laughs> That's what the parents did about the staff there. We've made complaints, but now we're going to hide our daughter, see if you find her. <laughs> but she is dead, though. So. so okay. Yes, Hashtag gone too soon. So you were kicked off your TikTok campaign. Yeah. The uh, Maddie McCann thing wasn't. That was fine. And then this week, you've had. Because it's been all over my Twitter feed, and yeah. we're not really involved in the YouTube game, but it's been news. Yeah, it was. Uh, so what happened? It was two years ago now. Pretty much, Yeah, two years ago. And we're, we're doing this thing called the Wembley Cup, which is where four YouTube teams played each other in this tournament at Wembley. And uh, and usually with those YouTube games, it's just like these YouTubers who, you know, would be last picked at PE, sort of having a kickabout. And it's fun. But this year, or that year, they'd had semi-pros involved and these one of the teams is now like a professional team, so they were moving that way. So it was like our team and then a bunch of people that can actually play football. Yeah. And uh and so there was one team in particular that were called the F two Freestylers. There's like two guys that do step overs and hit the crossbar. Really successful. Um one of them hasn't let it get to the head. And so when when I filmed with them prior to this Wembley Cup, uh we were just doing like we were doing Mr. and Mrs. And uh, one of them, one of them was going, "You can't call us Mister and Missus because we're both guys. Uh, we're not going to be called Missus." And so straight from that, he was he was just not having any of it. Wasn't playing along. Dry as fuck. Exactly. So I was I was trying to make jokes, and uh, one of the questions we got was, uh, like, "What was my mate's favourite sex position?" So I thought I'd make one up. So I went with the uh, the hungry professor. I meant the nutty <laughs> professor. <laughs> But just messed that up. I was trying to explain that and what that was. And also, you don't want Eddie Murphy to demonetise you. Either. <laughs> no, no, what the fu- what what physicalization is the hungry professor? We're still put not a sure. lab coat on. <laughs> Get the pipette. So, uh, so I was trying to explain that, and then it was just so awkward. Like my mate was laughing, the people behind the camera were laughing. Those two were just sat there, stone faced. And it was like I was dying at a gig. It was the worst feeling. And uh, obviously it could just be edited out, but they, they just weren't having any of it. And they were like, oh, we've got these you know, massive deals with Adidas. We can't be seen laughing at this. And, you know, they're just arseholes to me. So then before we played at the Wembley Cup, I, I thought it'd be funny to make a like a diss track, uh, just like a jokey one about them, and uh, add a bit of spice to the game because we were playing each other. Um, what genre of music did you go with for your diss track? Because like uh, traditionally a hip hop, yeah, a hip hop thing, but Belarusian folk. Yeah, what? I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I just went with uh, some hot jazz, you know. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> jazz diss track. What's <laughs> being <laughs> on a blue like a blues club? Your man is a slag. <laughs> You got no sense of humor. <laughs> and I'm a ginger nonce. <laughs> I'll see you at Wembley. <laughs> so yeah, I did that. And then I put it out the night before of the game. And then yeah. basically on the pitch, they'd then seen it. Uh, the guy that just hated me, I got on the ball uh, for the first time and he just floored me straight away. It was a foul, but wasn't given. Um, I'm not over it. And then 
game finished day one you know, fantastic and one of the guys on their team comes over to me starts mouthing off and I thought he was going to come over and laugh at me you know because I've made this this joke about how we're going to beat you at Wembley and yeah. the sick bars like that and uh, <laughs> and he came over and just was just really aggressive just like trying to start on me just a, just a stand full of kids just mother mum and child fam fam <laughs> This kids oh. wearing ginger nons t <laughs> Leave that nonce alone. <laughs> no, no, I've, got, I've got shares in TikTok. <laughs> Jesus. So I, so I, was, I didn't have a clue what to do because I'm not going to fight him because you know, I get better done. Also, there's a, there's a stand of kids. So I was just walking away from him as he's still going off with himself. And then I, uh, I basically had uh, my mate Lawrence there. He's a nice guy. He started talking to him. He was kicking off at him. And there's a guy that we were was on our team called uh, Brian or the True Geordie. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's like six foot three, just massive. An absolute he, fucking unit of a man. Yeah. 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 He, he, you know, when people from Newcastle are that big, you're like, your heritage, someone got banged by a Viking. It's Nordic in it. <laughs> it's it's like, a Nordic thing, yeah. 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 So I just ran to him pretty much and was like, this guy's uh, just threatening to batter me and Lawrence. And uh, Lawrence is pretty much like, the man he loves not literally but you know yeah Lawrence uh, does a lot of the True Geordie yeah, podcast yeah. stuff with him doesn't he yeah he's a uh, Liverpool fan isn't he, he is, right? yeah, yeah. yeah yeah I've seen some of the stuff yeah so that was that it all calmed down until the after party um, say after party just in the bar in Wembley and um, and then this guy comes over from the F2 and he's brought his mate with him and they're just trying to settle all these scores even though they've won the match and won the tournament walking around with the trophy getting pictures with in front of all the other teams just proper dickhead um, and he comes up to me and I was just minding my own business and he's uh, he's then going uh, yeah my mate here and I don't know if his mate is actually a comedian he's called Man Like Hacks and uh, oh I see what did I see him do I seen him do like a rap battle for Foot Asylum with an actual rapper maybe, like one yeah. of the Don't Flop lads I'm sure he did like an advert with he one could, of them he, he may yeah he's, he's an Instagram comedian uh, yeah so comedians lose there, and then he, he calls himself a stand-up comedian. I was like, I've never just because you stood up trying to be funny doesn't mean you're doing stand-up comedy, does it? Yeah. And then so uh, so he comes over and he's like, oh, he's wittier than you. So and then this guy is supposed to be witty then, and instead he's just he's just mouthing off. My dad gets up because he's he's you know just sees what's going on, and it's just the most painful Your petty dad's thing. There. Yeah, my family are with me because it's, oh. it's a fucking charity football game. Oh, for the love of God, it's so Im- it's just so embarrassing. Mate, YouTubers should be like like the mafia, or you're like like there's a rule with like no oh, kids right. and family. Yeah, <laughs> mate, I'm here with my mum and dad. Like, <laughs> Stephen's playing at Wembley, <laughs> mate. <laughs> yeah. So they they brought the camera crew around basically to either get me to you know get me mugged off and then just laugh at it, or if I react badly. They've got that as well. Um, so I just didn't really give them anything. <laughs> he was going, oh, he's irrelevant, all this. Uh, I'd batter you in a charity box. He didn't say charity boxing match, so take note of that, will you guys? Um, <laughs> and then uh, his, his best comeback to me was, uh, my mate's getting a Lamborghini. <laughs> so <I was> like, <laughs> My mate Holy is getting a lamb. I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm in a 2002 Ford Fiesta, but I know someone who is getting a Lamborghini. So I might, you I might be in the passenger seat of a Lamborghini soon. <laughs> you fucking think I'm mad. 
I mean, it's a lease, but you know. <laughs> Can you imagine if the like the, you know the beefs on the comedy circuit? And you'd know this if you, if you'd stuck around. It's a bit bitchy, right? Oh yeah. But everything's done behind each other's back. So no one would turn up. Imagine turning up. Because we sound like that. Yeah. Imagine turning up with a fucking camera crew to the green room of hot water to get in fucking someone's face <laughs> being like, what were you saying on WhatsApp? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what we do is we turn up and there's someone there who you hate. And we're like, oh my God, you. <laughs> love you. You haven't seen you for ages. Oh, you're on now. You're on now. She's fucking shite. <laughs> she is. <laughs> Start a podcast, get a patron and bitch about them there. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, the way absolutely. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Another. So it got it got a bit nasty. Yeah, it got it, so pretty much. The, then people started filming it. Everyone else did because they've never posted their footage because it's embarrassing for them. Um, <laughs> so they they come over filming and uh, and pretty much I know that like the true Geordie knows of what's going on and he's he's gonna come at some point. So I was just buying him a time. Keep just hearing these shit comebacks and um, and then. Moses the Red Sea the crowd just parts as he comes through uh, fortunately I have my head down when he comes in so he moves me out the way because I don't see him coming I'm like <gasps> he just me out the way his hand envelops yeah. most of your torso that's, yeah. the, that's the one little clip I've seen yeah. when, what, what's his name the true Jordy what's his name Brian Brian so when he comes in I just see him coming he, it's like a battering ram he just turns up and he's just yeah. out the way and he's like you need to fuck off or you yeah. need to calm down or something yeah. it's really fucking great because he's, he's all mouthy this this hacks guy and then Brian comes in and he just goes he's less mouthy yeah he just starts moving away because Th- Thor the Merciless just fucking waded oh. in like yeah I th- it's, but it's the way he pushes your lot aside as well yeah, like, yeah. it's not like hey guys I'm on your side now you lot it's like oh, no. get the fuck out of the road <laughs> What the fuck are you doing here, lads? This is fucking beef. Right. It's like, it's almost like he's, like he's almost going to scoop you up in his arms like, yeah, right, you get under my fucking tit. You leave these under my, they're under my wing. It's so, it's so like dad's coming to yeah. sort it out of the playground, oh. isn't it? It's then, so, he's so big. So he took me out and then, uh, yeah, it all kicked off after that, but nobody's recorded that. Oh man, just handbags, and uh, and they got kicked out of Wembley for that. And it, <laughs> it's just taken two years because after that, I didn't really think. It, well, I didn't really want to think of it because I thought oh, it was just a horrible day. You know, I was supposed to enjoy it with my family and uh, and my friends, and then it's just been a shit afternoon. And then someone, some guy went to me. Oh, I've got the footage. Um, uh, should I post it or not? Go like, on. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good on you. So he posted it, and then it's. It's been seen now, and everyone's sort of gone after them, yeah, uh, for being knobheads. And what's their reaction been? Uh, Got to be quite a bad there, haven't they? Because they went home early that day. Yeah, the birds at home, like you're back early. Love. <laughs> what happened? I got I got kicked out of Wembley because I couldn't handle a diss track. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty much that, and they've the thing is like the you know they do stuff where they've done anti-bullying messages and all that, and I think if you're gonna go on with yourself like that, you know, practice what you preach. Yeah, but like I see so many people on like Twitter and that, you know, being horrible cunt trolls. You know, like when people are being dead nasty, believe like I'm not talking like a beef, I'm talking like beneath people they don't know is coming, this is shit, you're not funny, you're a fat, ugly cunt. And then they'll they're always the ones like with mental health posts, like we oh, need to yeah, be kinder yeah. to each other. It's like, you are you just... having a fucking laugh? Yeah. Four days before. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> but do you think it can't kick off, can it? You're not gonna see unless you see like a Lamborghini roll up and you're like shit's fucking about hell, yeah. to go down. Uh, it's you know, it's not nothing's gonna happen. Um as long as Brian's around <laughs> as soon as he goes I'm fucked just had to have a massive Geordie just look yeah. like that's all I need you, know, you mentioned before like I, I, I can't remember exactly what you said but like you mentioned charity boxing match you know I've just been thinking right 
There's never a charity something else matches there, do you know what I mean? To settle a beef. Yeah. Like, at what, po- what, what point? What do you mean? Well, you know, like, some, like, when there's bad blood. <laughs> right. What do you mean? Like, People are like, Charity right, lacrosse. We- Get the checkers board, come on. Yeah, but, like, either one way or the other. You can have, like, charity monopoly. Or you go full and do charity MMA. That'd be fucking brilliant. I thought you were going one. the other way. Like, right, you cunt. I'm sick of what you said at the Wembley Cup. We're having a charity Hungry Hungry Hippos game. <laughs> Wank it! And then True Geordie just comes in, fucking twats all the balls everywhere. Yeah, calm down, I'm a Cluedo man anyway. <laughs> Charity MMA? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, because MMA is sort of fast catching up and gonna surpass yeah. boxing at some point. <laughs> like, for quite a new sport, it's done very fucking well, hasn't it? And I yeah. feel like just on, like, a UFC undercard, if they just had, like, you know... What, you and Sophie Hagen doing yeah. ground and pound? <laughs> That's going to go down well, isn't it? Wouldn't it be fucking sick? <laughs> yeah, I'd watch it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You can't oh, deny yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, As you, Stephen turns up in a full ginger nonce outfit, like, <laughs> it's time! <laughs> the ginger nonce. And then someone doing keepy uppies in the corner, like, shy FX. Oh, fuck. Charity sumo wrestling. You've That'd lost so something. much weight though, babe. So yeah, but I, I just have to wear a fat possible. suit. Like a weighted one. I could just take my top off. Fuck it out. I want a beef though. Can we just look, just write that down? I want a beef. Let's yeah. pick someone to have a beef yeah, with. Like that. It was that really good fun watching that. Joe Rogan, go for him. No. Oh, he's got his MMA big. stuff, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's basically that's yeah. like starting on true Geordie. Yeah. Yeah. We need like a shit comedian podcast. Yeah, sure. Do you want to say who that is? <laughs> that would be bold, wouldn't it? I'm, Just... dan- I'm dancing with the line. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Oh, uh, yeah. Which? Come on. There must be like a comedy cunt who's got a podcast. I don't know. Maybe... Ed Gamble and James Acaster. Let's go after them. Yeah. They've got off menu. Let's have yeah, a beef with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Six hundred and fifty thousand downloads a week. Let's take them cunts down. Yeah, yeah. That'll do well because like people will like find ours and be like fucking well better because you know both of them. I swear to God, something fucking wrong with them, mate. They're fucking round the fucking pipe. You going for it? <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about either of them. Really, I've met them both twice. On Acaster. <laughs> Good because it doesn't look, look at, like his career's going anywhere. <laughs> Fuck you, you Kettering nonce. <laughs> Really nice guy. Please edit that. <laughs> Tell. Tell. You fucking Weetabix munching la. <laughs> Weetabix, the Weetabix factory is in Kettering. That's why I did that. So it's actually pretty. That's good knowledge. Yeah. Well, Thank if you. If anyone Factual from Kettering, because obviously we will tag James Acaster in the uh, in the description of this. Episode oh yeah, now. he'll love that. So if anyone from Kettering finds this by accident, uh, if you know someone at the Weetabix factory, we are looking for new sponsors at the minute. And uh, good sponsor. <laughs> I'd love to be sponsored by Weetabix. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Going old school. Being sponsored by Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Have a word. Is sponsored by White Bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a treat. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, biscuit <laughs> oh, Let's have an interval Let's have a sponsor Is it white bread? <laughs> <laughs> it's generic biscuits <laughs> yeah. 
So we've got a brand new sponsor today, guys. It is Manscaped. These are the best in men's below-the-belt grooming, and Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched in the UK. We've gone years without using the right tools over here. They've been massive in America for a while, and you could be one of the first men in the country to experience this stuff. At the amount of times I have nicked around my pub area, then gone for a shower, and it stings like fuck, is exactly why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 the third lawnmower and it features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents no more nicking those balls when I say this is premium I mean it it's the best razor I've ever used the battery lasts an hour and a half the water resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower one of the coolest features is the LED light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming you get a little torch on your balls They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with the Quiet Stroke trademark technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. That looks boss, the charging stand. It looks nice, not that ugly. Not going to make your bathroom look all non-fancy. I know you've just had it done up because it's been locked down and that. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Let's get that bush to touch clean. Let's get the balls to the gooch all tidy and shiny. And you can get 20% off because you listen to this amazing podcast podcast and free shipping you get that with the code word at manscaped.com so go to manscaped.com and apply the code word word that's w-o-r-d when you check out and your balls are going to be thanking you get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code word at manscaped.com two mics two leads and a lot of time on their hands this is have a word so we we are meant to be solving people's problems <laughs> they send in have yeah. words so I don't know, but we, we, do a few we, we rarely do it. Day. Yeah. So have we got would you rather's? Oh, should we do? Some, should we just? Ra- we've got some. Let's do some would you rather's. Okay. Let's see what Stephen thinks. Very basic. Oh, it's no. classic. Isn't it? I'm sure you've done them before. Two options. Um, I want to ask Stephen a classic because I found the video this week and it really entertained me. Okay. Say, so, would you rather get punched in the dick by Mike Tyson in his prime? Okay. Or get ball tapped out of nowhere by a random member of the public didn't we work out that before you answer Stephen that we work out that it was it, we'd, I got the question wrong it was actually you can be ball tapped by any member of the public like for the rest of your life sort of thing it's one punch from Mike Tyson yeah or just at any point you don't point, know when it's coming yeah. no but like it can happen several times like oh, members right. of the public are just like pata how'd you yeah. let me know yeah or what? I I went for Mike Tyson. Yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah, so you get a little bit of you know fame from it. It's exactly what I said. Don't you yeah. look like a fucking idiot now? You fucking content nonsense. <laughs> You're so on it, aren't you? What do you mean? Well, to be fair, what are you on that, about? I've just watched a video where in the Wembley Tunnel there was a a bit of a beef and no fighting. True Geordie comes in and I was like, it's one of the best like Twitter videos I've watched for ages. Yeah. Imagine if it was Stephen Tries and Mike Tyson. <laughs> And exactly. he actually got the punch. Yeah. And true Geordie's like, here, yeah, I'm not getting involved. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Tyson. <laughs> I'm a Viking, but a normal limit. <laughs> um, what have you got? Uh, yeah, what are we going? We're going, to, we're going playful or dirty? Stupid. Um, You've got dirty. We haven't done that really for a while as well. Uh, would you rather never be able to come again or never be able to laugh again? Mm, thank you for that, Dan Johnson. Oh, um, uh, you know what? I uh, 
I'd go with never be able to come again. Really? Yeah. But you've still, like, I know I'm adding to the, would you rather, if you, if you pick that, you yeah. still need to come, you just can't. Mm, no. <laughs> That's what. That's how. Cl- that's how you end up clowning, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you go to the priesthood and then end up in a circus. Yeah, but you can't just like if you don't need to come, Sad then you clown, wouldn't miss it. A tear of jizz. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If you don't feel a need to ejaculate, you wouldn't miss ejaculating. Yeah. You only ejaculate because you feel like you want to. If you don't, if you remove that, then I don't think you'd be over. If you were generating the jizz and yeah. you were like backing it up. I think your laugh would be weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be intense. What if you if you could only laugh and you couldn't come again? What if every time you were but you instead of coming you laughed? Like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not do that anyway? Have you ever laughed when you're in? No. Come As on. I finish every no. now and then. That's sinister, though, isn't it? Like when I dr- when I'm drunk. <laughs> this is. Bullshit bell when Dan thinks I'm lying. <laughs> I'm actually not. Oh, I'm a, yeah, actually not. Swear <laughs> to God. When I'm drunk, sometimes, right at the moment, I'm, it's not like a giggle. I just go, <laughs> It is, isn't it? I'm calling that one. Yeah. Ha ha! Uh, no, what... not ha ha. Just ha. one, yeah. <laughs> like da da moan. Da na 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 na. Billy Jean. And the kids like. I just wanted to ride on a kid. <laughs> uh, so you say you can be demonetized? Yeah, um, you'll be fine. I love it how you said I just have to choose not being able to come again because I love comedy. <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> I just, ah. could you, you could still have kids, couldn't you? If you can't come, you could just take it. You have to adopt or buy one. What do you mean? <gasps> what do you mean? Uh, if you can, how if you, you if you can't have sex, but they could still take your sperm. Or is it just no? Is there no semen? I suppose they could, but what are they going to do? Like inject your balls and just drain it out. Yeah. No, mate. <laughs> have, you to, like, have you ever had to like? Um, <laughs> you didn't cover this at the stand-up comedy degree. You ever had to do like a home blood test? You know, you have to like cut your finger. To get you have to blood. prick it. Yeah, yeah. That's not how your balls work. If you prick yes, your balls, jizz doesn't. Co- <laughs> of course, it does. <laughs> have you never nicked your balls when shaving? No. And then like jizz is everywhere. No, like you, oh, you, yeah. you nick the bag. You don't nip the ball. If you go into the ball, you can drain out jizz. Like Bear grills are this. Yeah. You absolutely can. Where do you, do you think it makes it on demand? It's there waiting. You've got coming yet. Of course you can drain it out. You've got coming, your boy. <laughs> Where have you got that information from? It is just made up. No, no. You've got coming, your balls. It's just waiting to come out. No context have a word. <laughs> That's the one because it was so clear. No one even laughed over it. It's like it's like a halftime talk that <laughs> your team's down three. Can we just park here for a second? Just see what he gets so fired up. It's like you know, like devout Muslims really go hard on the Quran. <laughs> Adam goes like that for like theories he just came up with fifteen seconds ago. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Of course, I can have balls. You can drain it out. I'm googling. Drain. Just type in. How do you drain a bollock? 
<laughs> That's going to end up at Pornhub. <laughs> As we all wait for fucking Carl you, to ruin his Google search. No, we can't. What are we going to do? Come back to Gumballs? <laughs> Sorry, Stephen. Don't worry. I, I'm intrigued now. Um, um. <laughs> he's trying. He's just, can he's you just, not... Is, just, yeah, hang on. Is there sperm in your balls? Frequently asked question. Sperm is produced in the testicles. It's in there, yeah? Of course it is. All right. It's it's there, isn't it? It's not like your your dick goes. Oh, by the way, he's having a wank. We're going to need some cum in a minute. Get it made. It's there waiting. <laughs> I know it's not coming from a magic realm via your balls. It's like when the, you're in the, the chippy. They've they've got a few things in the, in the counter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not everything's made to order. Imagine if a. Do you remember those children books when you were a kid? Was like, and the poo factory is where a man gets the bad things out and puts them. <laughs> like, imagine if you're inside your balls as a woman and a chippy going, "Oh, we want some cum." <laughs> <laughs> but like, have you ever had like four wanks in a day, and the fourth one, it's just sort of like dry, just sort of like there's nothing left. Cloudy it's lemonade. It's like that's like when you turn up at Greg's and they're like, "Oh, sorry, like the sausage rolls aren't ready. They're going to be another hour." <laughs> And you're like, oh, well, I'll just have what you've got then. <laughs> That's that. Yeah. You know Did you mean? ever teach biology <laughs> at school? Sex education via Greg's fucking analogies. Um, would you rather be an extra in a really successful film, you can see your face, but you don't even get a line, or a leading role in a straight-to-DVD crap fest? That's from Daniel Newman. Ooh. Ooh. I feel like the narcissist in me is going with the second one. Yeah, me too. Oh, you know, look, look at me go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I, no I'll, one wants to watch it. Like, no. will you watch my film? And like, no, Stephen, I love you, but no. The thing is, like, no one's going to give a shit about you, the fact you're an extra in a film. Do you know what I mean? Like, someone being an extra in like what's a great like The Godfather. No one knows them, but Waterworld yeah. was shit. But I know Kevin Costner played the guy. <laughs> so, do you know? The comedian Tommy Campbell. No, he was around when I worked with him, maybe when you were starting out, so about ten years ago. And he is an extra with a couple of lines in The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, or Batman Begins. I think it's Dark Knight Rises. There, there. Is it where the Joker gives them? You think darkness is your ally? Yeah, he's the Bane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you not know Tom Hardy's not in it? It's actually <laughs> Canadian comedian Tommy Campbell. <laughs> darkness is your ally. <laughs> darkness is your ally. <laughs> eh? What's that about? <laughs> See? You can be racist to Canadians because they're white in your head. Yeah! That's the rules. Fuck you, Canadia. That's a joke, that. Do you like it? No. Said it wrong. <laughs> uh, he, they're, on the, they're, on a, they're on like a ferry. And it's when they're deciding which there's a ferry of there's like a oh, ship yeah. of inmates and they've got a detonator and a ship of just and it's oh, like yeah. that's yeah, just yeah, the yeah. Dark Knight that mm. one he, yeah. yeah he's the Dark Knight and he's the he's the, the him and he's like we should do it they're gonna do it to us the older guy the, no there's a, a younger guy with a skinhead and he's that guy there's an old guy and a younger guy with a skinhead and that's Tommy Campbell is, is he one of the general public on that boat he's one of yeah. the general public yeah. and you know how I know that. Because he told me in a dressing room of Nottingham Glee, and, or Nottingham Junglers, and I think he might have even shown me the fucking. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you know, because I, w- I was in the, I was like, oh, I didn't see. He was like, oh, did you not? 
Yeah, it's there. Like he didn't even have to load it up. So oh. I'd have that scene on DVD. I'd be passing it out after gigs. <laughs> yeah, just my thirty seconds in <laughs> the Dark Knight. Would you get would one you of get... the best films ever? The Dark Knight. Yeah. I think. I reckon top five. And yeah, I'd want to. I'd be proud of that. Fair play to him. Stop having a go. All right. <laughs> yeah, Dan. It does. Would you would you get compares to introduce you? You may recognise him <laughs> from that three minute scene on the ferry. <laughs> what the old guy? No, the old guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think darkness? Wrong film. <laughs> Bane was good though, wasn't he? Yeah. We love Bane, don't we? Yeah, The Dark Knight's a better film, but Bane. I was about to say Bane's best in the joke, and now he's in some line. So let's just shut up. Yeah. I think I'm going a bit schizophrenic today, you know. Oh yeah, you've had a like, coffee, haven't you? I've had a coffee, and you have pointed at a bottle of water. There, <laughs> and then I was like, "Is that coffee? Have, have I gone mad?" All right, you're doing all right. We're in a safe space here. <laughs> um, Megan Pennington, bit of a playful one here, Stephen. Would you rather live in a cave for the rest of your life? <laughs> <laughs> She's so playful. <laughs> she just gets me. <laughs> or <laughs> you're right. <laughs> or, or live in a tree why, why have we got a fucking tree house why have got special needs kids writing in questions <laughs> would you would you rather live in a cave for the rest of your life or live in a tree house for the rest of your life Ooh, I'd, uh, I'd go tree house because yeah. I feel like they're usually in someone's back garden so at least you can watch civilization whereas a cave's all the way out there and you've got a roof over your head in both so it's yeah I'll go tree <laughs> This is my favourite thing about Would You Rather's. If you just go, what's the point of this? Stephen's like, right, let me <laughs> let me tell you why I'm taking this very seriously. I'd go treehouse as well. I love it how you go in a treehouse in someone else's garden. <laughs> 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 why it can't be your treehouse. <laughs> Mom, there's a man in the fucking treehouse. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, don't play in the garden, Mom. I'm a ginger nonce of you. <laughs> Come on. There's a ginger nonce in the treehouse. I'd go treehouse because I can deal with pigeons, but I don't like bats. Yeah. <sighs> Again, how long have you believed that? Have you just come up with it? Because it sounded like your school fucking motto. <laughs> the Adam Rowe University. No, like, don't pigeons, pigeons are annoying, aren't they? But this, like, you're going to be all right. If, the, if you're in a tree house, there might be a pigeon that pops in. But if you're in a cave, I'm fucking done with bats after this year, mate. Yeah. Bats? Yeah. Why? Because someone shagged a bat in China, and that's oh, why everything yeah. went to shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's a bat. Shagged about That's it Scouse rumours Fucking China The fucking rat nonsense What about you Dan You going in the cave Thanks for asking Steve yeah. I'm just going to go in Because <laughs> I've gone now You know my <laughs> cave, cave is a bit Taliban in it Yeah I feel like you have to do Your little Like Osama videos in your cave and then send them out to Al Jazeera you yeah. haven't got the beard for the Taliban either. I could grow one yeah but it's blonde you would look weird <gasps> why can't I be a Taliban because <laughs> you need a dark beard no you don't need a dark beard you can have, have you a... ever seen you can have a jihadist terrorist with a blonde beard oh that is you're so out like offensive a to Nordics you're going to stick out like a sore thumb yeah maybe you'll be the, like maybe it'll be a good thing you want to be the M&M of the Taliban <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just did a bit of snot You know what He does look different But he's one of the best <laughs> <laughs> Mate Honestly In those fucking videos That he does in the cave He spits bars man <laughs> Death to the West Wicka wicka West 
<sighs> you can't bring people back to a cave, can you? Like if you met a girl on a night out, you can't, you know. Send me a red flag. Yeah. But tree house is fine. <laughs> tree house is fine. Go, look, there's a house Tree house just could there. be romantic, though. Cave feels like, like you could be like, look, I'm living in a tree house at the minute. So, do you, and she'd be like, oh my God, a tree house. She's still in, tree houses tend to be in like a suburban setting. She'll yeah. feel safer. You can't be like, come in. No, ah. come on. No, there's lights in here. <laughs> Yeah, I've, yeah. Got a, I've got a Madam, Madeline McCandle <laughs> <laughs> Light all the Madeline McCandle And you wouldn't say what candles they were Until the light of the flame illuminated All those Madeline McCandles I, I think Women would rather be in trees than caves Again It's the theories that yeah. he's never thought of Women would rather I think there's a point when they're on that fourth step Ladder up to the yeah. treehouse where they're thinking I'm not banging this guy do you not think? Do you not think they'd be still more up for it than a cave, though? Because that's... You, I'm yeah. not saying... That no one... No one's saying a treehouse is ideal for banging. Right, so would you rather, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It, like, you got to remember, caves look dodgy. Not many normal people live in caves. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, any cave listeners? Fucking uh, no. upset then. <laughs> if you live in a cave and you've got access to Spotify or YouTube, then fair fucking play, like... 4G, 5G's working out. <laughs> um, I read a conspiracy today that uh, the clap for the NHS was to cover up the sound. What? 5G. <laughs> what sound does it make, though? So, apparently, like, the reason the government got us to go out and be like, it's because that's 8 o'clock on Thursdays. That's when they were turning the 5G on and it made a noise and the clap was to cover the sound. God. Makes sense, though. It's really put me off the Tories now. Shut up, man. <laughs> What conspiracy theories does my I've not heard one that doesn't make the, the person who's saying it sound fucking retarded. We, we aliens built the pyramids. What about Diana? Yeah, that was aliens as well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Diana was an accident? They've, Thank you for bringing fucking that up. Got to you, haven't they? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. You think it was an accident? He's <laughs> fucking smiling, lad. <laughs> The fucking guy who's driving the bus that she, or whatever she was in. <laughs> the bus. You've really researched this one, haven't you? Do you think Diana was an accident? Because she was in that tunnel. Where was it? Fucking. Was it. Was it. No, but have was you it seen, Mersey Tunnel? Have you seen the picture? Close to you, Dad. Goldie, Diana, and Dad. <laughs> no, but you've seen, haven't you? That picture. I think it was taken by like the speed camera or something. And it's got his face and he's like, yeah, I'm going to crash. Yeah. They've got. You've seen it. And all the other cameras on the way from the hotel to the tunnel weren't working that night. And that, that they said that camera wasn't working. But then somebody got a speeding ticket. Yeah. Uh, a couple of days later. <gasps> and then it said the camera wasn't. Amazing. Working. Exactly. Isn't it? Amazing. <laughs> Hello, it's the Queen. Could I speak to the uh, traffic wardens in Paris, please? <laughs> she. The God. Do you not think she's got the power to kill one woman? Not in a fist, but yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be a good fucking charity yeah. MMA, wouldn't it? <laughs> the, the Queen, Queen and like, a man like Queen that. Elizabeth II and fucking Princess Diana, <laughs> and then True Georgia. Yeah, man, let's <laughs> fucking get out of here. I think you need to calm down, Diana, and you can shut the fuck up, Jordi Alpha yet. <laughs> yeah, like that was defo a job, defo. And the, there's oh wait no. There was somebody involved who who crashed into them or the car that knocked into them and ran off. The guy that owned it uh, 
he killed himself in in his own car by setting fire to it in a field. You wouldn't do that if you're going to kill guilt. yourself. That's guilt. Guys, oh. there's better way to kill yourself. I mean, I'd go off a cliff. Oh, you you want to do the Superman? I think so. I just think if I was going to kill myself, I want those few seconds of feeling, yeah, like I'm flying. I've said this for fuck. I'm so glad you've come <laughs> in today. We're going to have Stephen become. We're going to offer you the contract. You're going to be the third head on the podcast because I've always said when I kill myself, right? <laughs> when <laughs> when I kill myself, yeah. I'm going off the Empire State Building. Wow. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that'd be the worst way to go. Wouldn't that be amazing? New yeah, York's like the most gorgeous city in the world. Yeah. You get a Watch great Stephen view. work out the problem with it in three <laughs> seconds. His is a cliff. Middle of nowhere, just fucking dirt. You just ruin the entrance to someone's cave. <laughs> What's the problem with his? <laughs> New York's quite busy. I think there might be yeah, a couple of people. It's not, he I, couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> three <laughs> families <laughs> dead because Super Row just fucking the flattened thing is, them. Though, if you're at a point in your life... Where Shut you, up! <laughs> if you're at a point in your life where you're killing yourself, you're not asked about ruining someone's trip to fucking the Disney shop, are you? Yeah, he's got murder in him, <laughs> Annie. He? He's got murder in him. Oh. We asked about what would you what would you do if you could go back in time? He'd be like, yeah, you could just go on a killing spree, and it'd be like, you know, no one would care. You're like, no, that's not good. <sighs> no, but it, I was like, I'd like to spend time with Picasso. Do you know how? Paris. Do you know how depressed you have to be to kill yourself? It's literally you do not care about anyone else. If you're at that point, you're not going to be like, oh, I'm going to ruin a cup from the M and M shop. You're just gonna do it. You know you can be suicidal and not be a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't think I would be. Well, I don't think <laughs> like a terrible counselor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe me to soften up my uh, my you know grief counselling you fucking get over yourself lad and sit up Jesus as well Christ. fucking lad do you think you own the place I put your shoes on top yourself or stop whinging about it anyway thanks for ringing <laughs> uh, shall we just do a have a word because this has been a lot of fun and my ribs hurt a little bit can we play the theme song? I know we can't all hear it, but everyone's been asking for it and then pissed off there. We're Denim and Dan. Tell us all your problems. You should have with your friends. This was gonna be the whole podcast. Now it's just the final 10%. So that was our theme song. I used to wear the headphones. Yeah. And the initial plan was to have our guests wear the headphones as well. And we'd all hear it, but I don't like wearing headphones. Fair play. So we stopped playing the theme song and we've had a lot of emails saying... Can you play the fucking theme song, please? It's the only reason we listen. <laughs> um, what would we like to do? Should we got one one that's calling back about the DMT Paul Smith episode? Okay. Do you want to do it? Uh, sure. Yeah. Or, or what's the other one? Tory fucking rats. <laughs> Where'd you land on the political spectrum? Uh, not give a Lib Dem, Labour, Labour. Okay. Well, yeah, that sounds. All right. Do you want to? Re- do you want me to read it? Because you've got to read it, Scouse. I know the context for the Paul Smith one as well, in case you want. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Do that one then. Do Paul right. Smith and then we'll do that. We'll do both of them. Let's see how it goes, yeah. But by the way, everyone, if you want us to have a word with anyone, your friends, family, major political parties, um, the Queen, <laughs> <laughs> aliens, uh, have Can we a just word- go back to that for a sec, by the way, because you brushed over that aliens, defo built the pyramids. 
Okay, cool. Have a word pod at gmail.com. Write into me and my fucking lunatic business partner. And we'll talk absolute <laughs> to nonsense this day, about it. They couldn't build the pyramids now with the technology we have. So you explain it. You, they couldn't build the pyramids with the technology we have now. No. Not possible. Right. <laughs> they fucking could. What they, are you talking they about? Built, look at the fucking shard. The fucking shard, lad! They're not the same thing. No, but like... Yeah, one's a bit bigger, though, isn't it? Yeah, the pyramid. Oh, God. I'm talking, like, in mass, not height. I don't think you could build the pyramids now without killing 20,000 Jews, which is what they did. Just gives you an edge, does it? <laughs> ah, that's done. <laughs> no, it's literally, the Hebrews got... Like, they were basically just human slaves, weren't they? Why are we talking about this? Uh, Let's call it aliens, shall we, Stephen? Yeah... <laughs> I don't want to say the comedy course didn't teach me anything, but are the pyramids made out of sand? <laughs> no. Right. Aren't they made out of stone? Sandstone. They're made out of, like, sand that's been glued together sort of thing. It's is sandstone, it? isn't it? That, I've that's got it. no idea. So you're both right. It's sand. Sandstone. Wet sand. There you go. Are we all on glue right now? <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the print sticks out? That wasn't a stupid question, no. See, see how he looked at you? Like, oh, what a fucking stupid question. But he's never got the answers. It's ever. stone. It's stone. stone. Sandstone. You know, sandstone's not sand, though, is it? <laughs> but it's also not stone, though, if is you, it? I tell you what, if you want to go frolicking on a beach of sandstone, tell me how the fucking... Tell me how that goes. Right. It's not going to be fun, is it? Yeah. And if you want to fucking throw a sandstone and try and skim it across the water, you'll look like a dickhead as well. No, no, that'll work because it's still a, it's still it stone. It's not just going to break up instantly into sand. You've seen how big they are in the pyramids? Oh my god, what are we talking about? I feel like you should each try what you've just said there. Right, okay. Come back next week with it. You have fun on the sandstone beach. Are I'm we? Trying are we trying to start a beef with the Egyptians? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you starting a beef with, fam? Listen, ancient Egypt, Pharaoh. <laughs> Were you going to say something then? Limestone, limestone. Yeah. So you throw it and it just goes into a fucking. Bacardi and Coke <laughs> Think about it No <laughs> uh, This is from Ethan Rodway Have a word with me missus lads Alright boys Again this is so scouts I love it I'm not going to lash out names Because if either of our families heard About this Oh I've got to read it scouts Alright boys I'm not going to lash out names Because if either of our families heard about this They'd definitely be an intervention Because they're proper anti-drugs Okay, so this is not from Ethan Rodwell. <laughs> <laughs> beep and beep. This is from friendly listener. <laughs> but me missus loves your podcast and watched the one with Paul Smith the other week. She messaged me like, oh my God, you need to listen to this podcast. They're talking about DMT and it sounds sick. She went on about it, no joke, for about three hours about how mental it sounds. I said, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's give it a go then. And she pure flapped it. <laughs> was like, oh my God, you know me. You know, I'd never be able to take something like that. The bit that wound me up, she continued to burn me head out going, going on about it all night, saying how much she wants to try it because it sounds so mental. But then whenever I said, go ahead, let's do it, then she acted as if she, uh, that I'd asked her to eat shite. <laughs> what lovely turn of phrase. Have a word and tell her, you can't have it both ways, lads. Either go on saying how Boss DMT would be and get on with it with us, or stop burning me head out <laughs> if you're just going <laughs> to flap whenever I say go on then. So basically, his missus sounds like she wants to do DMT. She's hyping it up and then bottling it. Yeah. That is... 
I want to do DMT, but I'm terrified of doing any sort of drugs. Do you know what I mean? I have never been a drug guy, so like I I won't do it because I'm I'm probably like here. I'd be like, yeah, we should do DMT. <laughs> like you know, new year, new me, and all that. But can I just say DMT? You've you've listened, you've watched the pod yeah, with yeah. Paul Smith. Have yeah. you done? Have you ever done DMT? No. Um, well, I've got some. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> Can you imagine after t- after ten minutes, like Adam, the fucking pyramids? Like, <laughs> it's if you've never done drugs, and a full dose of DMT with a fucking shaman is how you start. That's like like a, a vegetarian who's never eaten meat, got going for like a fucking like the Brazilian, like what is it? Either Brazil, yeah, Brazil, and then just having meat sliced onto the plate and it all piled up like yeah. a meat feast. It's a lot to take on in your first go. I feel like if I was gonna do anything though, now I'd do that. I'd do that before I did heroin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm with you. There. <laughs> you don't need um, you don't need a shaman for heroin. <laughs> it's a less spiritual. All sit round. All sit round. <laughs> Would you, uh, well, if you had to do a drug, would it be DMT? If I had to, yeah. If someone was gun to your head, you're doing something, lad, I'd do that, because then... Probably ruin the trip a bit, wouldn't it? Apparently it makes you feel safe, though, doesn't it? And, and calm. So you'd just be like, oh, there is a man with a gun there, but everything's going to be okay. If she's unsure, do you reckon she'll... Would that mindset go when she does it, or would she be like, panicking when she's done it, going, oh, God, I don't have any control? Yeah. Yeah. Would you? Would you, do, you? You're not just not into any. You're not. I've sm- I've smoked the weed. Yeah. <laughs> Big no trip weed. to Amsterdam. If you know what I mean, guys. Uh, <laughs> drug humour. Uh, in, in all honesty, it is illegal. So that's where the humour <laughs> ends. There. Um, would you ever do How? DMT? Uh, what What they say about it does sound good. Like does, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's my bat, but I'd have. You know, maybe. Do you ever, Do you ever come down from it? Apparently no, no, not. Apparently, you can drive like ten minutes later. <laughs> you can drive, John. <laughs> probably just not Pro- well. Um, probably leave it twenty though, just to be safe. <laughs> like literally, uh, I'm out of the spiritual realm. Massive blue serpent. Okay, can have a piss and then get in the Volvo. Like, <laughs> maybe leave it half an hour. Have a walk around. Check your fucking Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I think if we're gonna have a word, she needs. Like, I, I'm being a hypocrite, but she, you need to sort of. Either get on board or don't fucking be a dick tease about it. Do you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I think with this guy, you can't just. If she comes round to the idea and she's convinced, then fine, you can go and do it. Don't blag her. If she's, uh, she's obviously kind of interested, but then also a little bit worried. Don't be the boyfriend who's like, no, come on, come on, come on, you can do it. Because if it goes wrong, she's you're gonna feel guilty. Or if she just has a go and do it on your own, lad. Like yeah. just fuck it, innit? It's a bit like anal, isn't it? Or if she's not into it, go and find someone else who will. <laughs> just do it on yeah, your own. Yeah. Just do it on your own. Pokey bum wank. <laughs> That's not. What? <laughs> How's that not anal? Well, it's not anal, is it? It's it's your anal. How are you doing a pokey bum wank? No, it is anal, but it's not like. Oh yeah. That's not an alternative. Hey, love, can I fuck you in the ass? Absolutely not. Well, I'll go and finger myself then. <laughs> <laughs> One nil to me. Shoulder. Do you mean? They're not like. Can I ask a question about Pokeball monks? <clears throat> Sorry. 
Let me just get ready. He's a, he's a, Are you ready for this? Yeah. He's, okay. a, he's a fan of the Pokebum wank. No, I've done it. I'm not a fan of it. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh that's gone, hasn't it? Yeah. Come on, compose yourself, sweet pea. Go on. What do you do? Do you just go in? <laughs> just go in dry? Suck your finger. Oh, God. Before and after. Cha! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Upset me, nasty bitch! Um, <laughs> Just go up And it's like You're trying to find <laughs> Your wedding ring No Do you know when like You, you know there's a quid in your pocket <laughs> But you can't get it Because it's in the line And you're looking for the quid when you've but, And you'll know when you find it Have you ever found a quid up there? <laughs> <laughs> Oh fucking hell Yeah it's like trying to find money And you like You know when you like I can see, When you can see the circle but you're in your pocket and you're like, where the fuck's that gone? That's a pokey bum wank. Is the, is the G spot up there? Apparently so, yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> no, just, ha! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking James Brown in it. What <laughs> that? <laughs> I would say, though, like, this has been a really if you're fun You're going to have a pokey bum wank, you do need to be on your own. No shit. <laughs> Like you do look a bit pretzeled, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You sort of <laughs> leave Costco. It's, it's, it looks like a dirty game of Twister, because like you sort yeah. of like left hand brown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> left hand brown. <laughs> left hand brown. Beautiful. He's good at this. What's the Tory rat one? I want to do. Are you sure? Yeah. You you want to try and follow? Fucking po- pokey bum wank. Well, if it doesn't work, we'll edit his house. We won't. He will. Let's make his job harder. Come on. Let's do three hours and get him to pick the best hour. This one <laughs> is from Stephen Groundwater. It says, skinny eyelid and chubby specs. Skinny eyelid. Yeah. <laughs> now, eh? Have you never I'm all for calling Dan and Nonson having a go at his teeth. <laughs> Once you start getting personal with me, that's where I draw the line. Yeah. With its dirty finger. <laughs> Been an avid listener since the start and need you to have a word with all the Tory cunts. I think this one might be political. First off, Boris tells us we can't go Spain unless essential, so can't get holiday insurance. The Tory rat! Need to cancel need to cancel Spain holiday, but Ryanair decide to fly anyway and want another 750 quid to change flights. Tory rat! I fucking love this guy. Have a bit... Have a bit of a mini break in the UK, finishing off with a day at Thorpe Park, who tick all the COVID boxes without pulling anyone up for non-compliance, but best off, limit riders on rides for social distancing, but still every, every man and their dog in... Oh, so the queues are still massive, but mean they're t- only letting half as many people Yeah, off. meaning a total of three rides in six hours at 160 quid spent. All of these tally Tory rats cashing in on COVID need a serious word. I'm so on board with this Like The Tories Are cunts But I tell you what I'm getting fucking Well and truly done with Is companies Blaming Covid For stuff they just Can't be arsed doing (sighs) I I went to London Last week didn't I I was on the train On the Avanti West Coast Train From Liverpool to London It's the expensive one It's like 80 quid a ticket For a fucking train Sorry rats And the plug socket wasn't on Yeah 
I've had that. And I went, hey, mate, could you turn this on? And I've had it before. And normally you go, could you turn these on? And he goes, oh, it must, like, it must have tripped. And he goes to his little thing. He presses a little switch, and it comes on. And he went, sorry, mate, that I was a use because of COVID. And I went, all right, okay. And I was like, that doesn't even make sense. And then on the train back, it was all on. And it just meant that this fucking train manager rat lazy cunt and couldn't be asked. Yeah. And he was like, I've got the excuse there. There's loads of companies doing it. Yeah, limited menus are pissing me oh, off. Oh, yeah. I know people are suffering, Stephen, but I want the uh, snack wraps back at KFC. <laughs> I really wish that was a joke. I really love the flaming snack wrap. How often do you eat KFC? You've had it today. Yeah. Is that your go-to? It's become my go-to, yeah. Trying to get my daughter into spicy chicken, but she's like, ah, oh, daddy, it hurts my mouth. Shut up. <laughs> you know you know, you speak to a child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Daddy, I'm having pain. Grow the off. fuck up. Fuck off. <laughs> no Finish. daughter of mine is a fucking spice shit house. <laughs> Finish your zinger tower, baby. Why are you getting in the zinger? I'm not really. It's been for comedy. Oh. <laughs> it's for the bands. What you go to? Uh, I don't know. I'm a bit... Okay, I'm cool. so basic. <laughs> How do you I'm mean awful. basic? Like Nando's, that's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Nando's is pretty are you uh, one of the fruity nonces or did you go for a bit of spice? I like a bit of spice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Real man. Yeah. What are we fruity talking about, Steve? No, like lemon and herb, mango oh. and lime. I thought. Oh. Passion fruit and regret, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I go I go medium if I want to enjoy it. And then hot I used to I used to I used to have the extra hot. What's the alternative? <laughs> Just, just sort of been a bad boy. <laughs> Medium if I want to enjoy it. Extra hot if I'm showing off and I want a hurty poo. Sad in Nando's on your own. Can I have tr- triple X off, please? Because <laughs> I'm here to impress myself. I used to, I used to be really into spice, and uh, I was not in the Manchester Piccadilly way. I was, I was doing it uh, <laughs> as uh, I once had the Carolina Reaper to that. It's up there with the world's hottest chilies. It might be, and. Um, I tried that it's just the worst experience of my life and I think ever since then I've been a little bit scarred by it yeah. oh so you did the pepper challenge yeah just and it's it's one of those where on, on for content not just at home the content was awful it's oh like, was it it's just like me and my mate were just like oh I don't feel very well God, for 20 minutes shot. Yeah. <laughs> then we turn it off and then he's throwing up in the bathroom obviously no one's filming that and I just stood on the not stood on the sink stood lean on the sink about to pass out and then true Geordie gets it. <laughs> separated you and the chilies. <laughs> I think you need to fucking calm down. I am. Um, I did a thing with uh, Brennan Reese. Brennan Reese is going to be. Is he our next guest? Next week's guest. I think so yeah, yeah. A comic from Manchester as well. I did Dubai with him. I did ten days in Dubai, and we did a, a hot one challenge. Yeah, like this, like chicken place. I can't remember what it was called. Invited us down. Like all the comics that were on the bill it was me, Brennan, and Rich Wilson. And they were like, yeah, so we'll give you all the food for free. And for the rest of your time in Dubai, you can just turn up here. We'll, we'll feed you. You can have whatever you want. But we need you to video you doing this challenge for you to do that. And we were like, okay. And they gave us five chicken strips. Each one got hotter. And th- I tried the first. I like spice as well. Like, I get hot in Nando's when I'm trying to enjoy it. <laughs> I'm a, like a madras guy in the curry house. I do like a spicy thing. The first piece of chicken was too spicy to me. And the last one was so red, it was black. Like, there was that much... It was scary. Like, it looked... Like, if you if you touched it and then, like, you know, like, scratched your face, it looked oh, like you'd God. bleed. 
It was just horrendous. I had two strips. The second one was too much, and I was like, no. And then Brennan and Richard at the rest, and they were like crying and sweating and shit by the end. Wow. You know when they've got a camera there, it's not going to be good as well. Yeah, and all their faces were like, go, go on, do it, yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, it's better. when everyone's giving you a meal going, we want to feed you, but we do want to record it. Yeah. It's not because you're like, that was delightful. <laughs> It's because someone's about to have an aneurysm. Oh, awful. That a podcast? Is it a pod? It's weird that I fancy some chicken. It's probably weird. You had chicken big, half an hour ago. Big fat fuck. Um, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Where can everyone find all your shit? Uh, Stephen tries on whatever it'll be. Uh, we've, got, we've got a podcast. It's not as funny. Uh, <laughs> it's not filmed very well. Uh background shit as well stay here to be honest <laughs> I can see I can see you're the kind of business can <laughs> this is what you lost TikTok this is what you lost uh, if you love the podcast get yourself some merch at haveawebpod.com and if you love this shit please do us a favour the subscribers are slowly going up. Uh, subscribe on YouTube, ring the bell, and if you want an extra episode every week, patreon.com slash haveawordpod. It starts at three quid a month. You get you get early access to these public episodes. So you get an exclusive episode every single week, which you don't get with many other places. That's good. And uh, it's, uh, it's really ticking up. It's becoming a proper little insiders club. Patreon.com slash have a way pod. The orange hoodie. We do we're gonna do one more week of the orange hoodie competition. Yes. So if you wanna win the one of three orange hoodie and me and Dan have got the other two. It's the only it's the third one is the, the, we didn't get any more made. Uh you need to subscribe on YouTube, ring the bell, send us a screenshot of you doing that, and also asking a mate to do the same, if you don't mind. Bye, Felicia. Thanks, Stephen. Thank Bye, you guys. Felicia.